Start recording. All right, we're good. Hey, hi. Hello there. Hey, hi, told you, everyone. told you guys. Two seconds. We got it. We got it fixed. Hello, guys. How are we doing? How you all doing today? Hope you're all having a good one. Um, welcome to uh, episode three. I think it's episode three. It yeah, is episode, episode three. three. Of the Clockwork Cantina podcast. Welcome all. Good to see you all here. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to get into today because we got, there's a lot to talk about, guys. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you been up to the past week, buddy? <clears throat> man, uh, just, it's, it's, it's been... I've been like doing all kinds of stuff, man. Like been been on other people's streams, been on just playing just playing a bunch of games, man. Like uh I'm playing Dead by Daylight again recently because again I've I've been on other people's streams. Uh and that's been cool playing as a group and that and I was playing that that uh game that's like free to play on Steam right now. The uh Split also game. Dead by Right. Well, no, yeah, well, that one too, but there's another one made by the Dead by Daylight oh, people. Oh, I jumped in when I shouldn't have. Oh, it's cool. Death Garden Blood Harvest, which is like free on Steam, I think, for like a couple days. I think today's the last day. But I played that for a little bit. They have a Terminator DLC for that. Dude, it looks cool. But anyway, been playing that. Been playing, uh, yeah, Splitgate. Been playing uh, Lego Hobbit for a little bit. Been playing, uh, shit, what else? Oh, Witcher 3 on my streams. We are, uh, we I finished the Hearts of Stone DLC, so that was cool. Sweet. Uh, next time, yeah, next time we'll be wrapping up the the main story. And, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's a lot, been a lot, lot of stuff, but it's been fun. So, Death Garden, what, what do you do? What do you do in Death Garden? Like, are you like, it's you're you have like a group of like. I think five or six hunters. I forget how many exactly, but it's like hunter. No, scavengers is what they call them. And then you have like one hunter, right? So it's kind of like Dead by Daylight where you have like a group of people trying to survive against one one person. But the goal is you have like a group of people trying to uh, like gather blood points and you have to like gather them from different places around the map and you have to take them to the spot where you like transfer the blood points over, and then the ki- the hunter obviously has to hunt you down, and the hunter has like drones and shit to help him out or whatever. But uh, it's it's pretty interesting. Actually, it's scary as hell though, man. When the hunter, because you you can't you cannot attack the hunter. You can't like you can't kill him or, or hurt him or anything. So it's it's scary as hell, dude. When the hunter's after you, I was legit like terrified in some certain spots because I was like, "Holy shit, dude! The hunter's like right on me." It's it's pretty intense, man. I'd I'd say uh, I I don't know how much time is left. Let me see. I I'd say you should try it out, but I don't know how how longer how much longer it's for free. Let me let me check. Oh, you have a day, so if you you have like if you want to try it out today, you know, cool. There's a day left. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it's fun, but also extremely terrifying. You've been up to, man. I have just been playing Three Kingdoms. You like even more, so to- more Total War. I've beaten the game like three times with three different characters, three different campaigns, and the- it's just different every single time. time. Yeah, it's just yeah. so much fun. And 
cool, man. And I had a story I was going to tell, but Ooh, I forgot it because I, <laughs> I have oh, the worst memory on earth. <laughs> it was going to be story time, and then I forgot what the story was. It was, but then it didn't happen. No, no, no. It was something Next. that happened in Total War where it's like, I don't know, some crazy shit happens. Some crazy shit can happen mm. in that game. I bet, dude. Yeah, I bet. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've done is play that. And then just... I've been working on Dungeons & Dragons stuff, which we'll talk about later on in the show, I'm sure. And Yeah, yeah, of course. But a lot of the... Just making some new maps and stuff. It's just fun. Cool, man. Fun, fun stuff for me. Yeah, doing that. those the new maps. Yeah, I know you spent like two hours or so making one of them. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I made the biggest map I've ever made that I haven't put out there. Nobody's seen it except for one person that I showed. That's none of y'all, so... Yeah, when none of none of us have seen it. So yeah, before anybody accuses me of seeing it, I haven't seen it either. No, All no. I know is it. Yeah, so I don't show my players anything until after it's like over. Yeah. And then I'm like, you want to see this? Because this is what it looked like before. Yeah. But yeah, mostly just Total War Three Kingdoms. I haven't played anything. I don't think. Looking through my Steam. Yeah. I want to play some Titan Quest at some point. Yeah, we should, dude. I have I have it installed, so we can try it out. But yeah, let's move on into the news. I know we. Yeah, we have we have, we have a lot a, of news. We need to hit it and hit it hard because there's a lot of news. There is a lot of news, so get ready, everybody, because we got a lot of news in games, TV shows, and movies. All right, this is this is gonna be a doozy because we have a lot to discuss here. Start us off, my friend. All right, so. We're going to be starting off with game news. Uh, Sony Interactive has launched a unit for TV and movie adaptations. So they're going to be like, I know they, they've been talking about doing an Uncharted movie for like years. I know that's in development. We could potentially see like a God of War show or movie at some point. You know, just any any like game that that, that belongs that is under Sony could potentially in the future become either a movie or a TV show. Last of Us, yo. Yeah, man, The Last of Us is another movie that has been like in development for like forever and they just, you know, just like the Uncharted one, they just haven't nothing has happened for years, so maybe they'll that's get things rolling cool. now, yeah. Yeah, maybe, but that's pretty cool. I'm 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 pretty, you know, that's pretty dope. So, yeah, man, that that'll be cool to see what they what happens in the future. With that, Uh, number two, piece number two here is uh, PlayStation Plus. For those of you who have PlayStation Plus, uh, the games of the month for this year are Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, and Sonic Mania. So, you know, get your free games, I think. Oh, I need you to get be The Handsome to... Collection, yeah. Yeah, you should, you should be able to, they should be available on Tuesday, because it's every Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month. So, on the fourth, a couple days here, snatch it up. You'll have the, their entire month to get them. Uh, so yeah, just a little tidbit of there. Yeah. Next, next up, we have uh, the event. There's so Square Enix is working on an Avengers game, right? Yeah, boy. And and uh, the reveal for that is going to be at the Square Enix E3, uh, you know, conference or, or you know panel or whatever you want to call it at on june 10th at 6 p.m uh pacific which would be 9 p.m eastern 
and the details for this game sound very exciting. Um, it's gonna be like a co-op, like four-player co-op kind of game, story game. I think it is. So everything that I hear from this game sounds extremely exciting. Like I listen, I'm not like the biggest screen game person, but these details and, and being that it's an Avengers game and like just there's gonna be like hero customization and whatnot. Yeah, boy. It sounds it sounds really, really cool. Like you're gonna be playing as a team and it just it sounds awesome, man. They, so. they got some hits under their belt. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that, man. We need more like, good superhero I'm, games, man. There's not many. For sure, dude, for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty I'm 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 pretty optimistic about this. Hopefully it's hopefully it's good, man. I think it will be. I wanna see mm. more and hopefully we're gonna see it at E three, so hopefully supposedly so let's hope so oh going back to the handsome collection Mm -hmm. uh just for a second it was uh and i figure we'll just throw this in really quick because that there's a rumor of some borderlands 2 dlc that's gonna Mm -hmm. drop at e3 leading into borderlands 3 so i figured we just tack that tack that right on that news yeah that makes sense yeah so there's a rumor for borderlands 2 dlc which you know like josh said is gonna lead into borderlands 3 and uh that's pretty cool i i need to play borderlands 2 because i've only i haven't played the entire thing i've only played, <laughs> played uh, it like that one night all night and then that was it yeah i i played it like one night with josh and 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 another friend uh like sometime last year like in november or october or some shit like it was like one night like months ago yep they play for like two hours and then like we just never played. Again. This is what always happens to me when I try to play Borderlands games. We'll play like yeah. one or two days and then it's just like, yeah, we never touch it again for some reason. I ha- I have to I have to play that damn game because same. Yeah, it, it, it's fun, but I just gotta play it. And but yeah, more DLC, so that's cool for those of you who are like super into Borderlands. Like I know Derper is. So yeah. All right. What else you got? Uh, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare or you know, the new revamped uh, remake, remastered, not remastered, the new reboot of the Modern Warfare for Call of Duties, which is weird that they call it a fucking Modern Warfare because, you know, there's already been a Modern Warfare. But I guess that the, the, the te- technically, the other one was called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And this one is just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it, but hey, man, uh, it's, uh, they, they brought out a trailer, uh, the release date is October 25th, and, uh, I personally have not cared about a Call of Duty game in years, like, in a very long time, I haven't, I haven't cared at all about Call of Duty, but the details about this game kind of have me a little like like I have like me having like a little eye up and then the ear perked because I'm you know I'm, I'm I'll be I'll be a little interested to see what they have to say about this game. So the the release date is October twenty fifth. There will be no season pass because you know how every Call of Duty game has like a season, like season pass or whatever that you can buy that has like DLC in it. All the D- all, there's going to be free free DLC you know free content for this game. There's going to be cross play between PC and consoles. It will have a single player mode, 
which the last Call of Duty did not have one. And it's going to be running on a new engine. So they're not going to be using the old uh, the old engine for these Call of Duty games. Yeah, I have the I have the video playing up above us. It's not perfect yeah. yet. I'm going to be working on that next week. We'll have something set up for it to look better. There's, but... Yeah, there's the uh, the trailer right there for uh, the, the new Modern Warfare game. So, yeah, I mean, the details about this have me, like, kind of, like, intrigued. And this is coming from, again, so from somebody who hasn't really given a shit about Call of Duty games in years. Yeah, I uh, so, I watched this trailer, and I got excited for it, man. Yeah, be man, honest. I'm, 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 a little, I'm a little interested in this, so, you know. That'll be uh we'll be curious to see what uh what happens with that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Alright. Yeah. Man. Moving on from Call of Duty. That's the wrong moving button. On. <laughs> yeah, we moved on. So moving on from Call of Duty. I made us disappear uh, instead of the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like we that sounds like we moved on. Uh so the uh there was something interesting that happened the other day. The makers of Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, teased something very interesting on, on a website that they have. So if you go onto their website, I forget I forget what it was, but you you'll you can kind of see that they're teasing like Baldur's Gate 3. The people behind uh Divinity Original Sin 2. And I think the last Baldur's Gate came out like in 2001 or something. And obviously the Divinity games, you know, the Original Sin, like Divinity Original Sin 2 is like one of the best games in that like genre of games in a while. So that has a lot of people excited. The possibility of them working on the Baldur's Gate 3. But the reason that people are saying this is because uh they have a website where all you see is like the three like like a like roman numeral three and like nothing behind it so that's why they're thinking like huh there was some uh some some sleuthing i believe by a twitter user so yeah when this first came out everybody's like divinity original sin 3 right mm -hmm. and then there was a user on twitter that went like, you could download, like, I think it's like a video on the website. Let me double check. I think, like, their little thing, it moves, so it's like a movie, I want to say. And they did some sleuthing in there and found, like, references to Baldur's Gate, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, and Wizards of the Coast, which own Baldur's Gate. Let me see if I can find the actual article that talks about it, because I saw this the other day. Yeah. So this is, I'll, uh, here you go. So this is the website that I'm talking about, guys. It's a three. I'll put it in the chat. If you go to Larian.com, you'll see a th a three and nothing else. This is on their website, like literally. Yeah, here's here's what here's what the Kotaku article says by give give by Jason Schreier. Mr. Kotaku himself. Um, this morning, Larian put up a teaser on the company's website with a big old three, which led many people to believe that Divinity Original Sin was in Divinity Original Sin three was in route. Which I'm a big fan of Divinity Original Sin two, by the way. Yeah. 
But some clever HTML snooping by a Twitter user at Kun, Kunkin and confirmed by Kutaku leads to a whole bunch of hints that this is Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3 officially licensed from Dungeons & Dragons makers Wizards of the Coast. Which, like, if you were going to get somebody to do Baldur's Gate 3, Three. you would get those guys because Divinity Original Sin 2 is one of the... And even the first one, those games are awesome and amazing. So... Yeah, it's been a while since... And it's been a long time, man, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like 2001, like I said. Could be wrong, but I think it was like 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've had the enhanced editions out, but... Yeah. yeah, But uh, I haven't got to play them yet. I would love to. I just don't have the money. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, if you were to get somebody to make Baldur's Gate 3, you couldn't pick a better better group of people than, than Larian Studios. Yeah, so... So that's pretty cool, and that, again, that has... Very, uh, very, very, very excited about that. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even hear rumors of this, so. Yeah, it literally just came out of nowhere. It's a perfect setup, too, because people would think, you know, Divinity Original Sin 3. But wait, what if it's not? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you got snooped out of the bag, but <laughs> it's still, <laughs> it's still. It's pretty pretty yeah. cool, and no 100% confirmation on that. Like, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's it's you know, we'll see what happens there. But I think you know, it, it's more than likely probably that. Which I'm down for. I know there's a lot of people that love Baldur's Gate and the original Divinity too. So you yeah. know, combine combine the two of them together and we'll make your money. Print that yeah. shit. All right, what else we got? Uh, the Death Stranding trailer slash whatever the hell that was came out. Um, I don't know what the hell this game is. I'll be honest. I have not seen the trailer yet because this game doesn't really necessarily excite me. I don't know. I I just don't know what the hell this thing is, man. I don't know what, what is this? What it is is weird is what it is. I mean, yeah, but this 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 game does nothing for me. Like, literally, it does I, I don't know what me. it is yet. All I've seen is that you run around a little bit and hit people with boxes. Okay, yeah, right. Norman Reedus with a fetus. You know, he's carrying around a little fucking. Which is how they open this this trailer, by the way. I have it playing. There is a baby <laughs> that they okay, show so that well. same one that's creepy as fuck. Oh, there's there's a there's a boy Mads Mikkelsen. There. This is eight minutes long, by the way. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't I don't know, man. This is this is pretty insane, man. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I I don't know, man. This game just hasn't really. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I know they put up like pre-order stuff too. Now they they, they announced the release date. I forget when exactly, but uh, like November, I think November something. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I know there are. I know there are people who are excited about this game, but I personally am not one of them. I'm interested in it. I just need to see like more than just I'm running around being chased by some dudes in some suits with big electric sticks and. <laughs> yeah. I just need to see more actual gameplay. There's a lot of story cutscenes that they're showing off, which is cool and all, but it's like, man. Yeah. I need. Yeah. I don't have a grasp on this yet. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out. Hopefully, see more. Like. 
Yeah, it just. It looks I mean, it weird. looks pretty. Yeah, it's it's not for me, but you know, it you know it's it is cool that they got like Norman Reedus for the main guy, and they got Mads Mikkelsen in there too. Kojima, obviously, you know, yeah, I'm guessing knows what he's doing. Also, this this part of the trailer is very weird. He just takes out a ladder and throws it up on a cliff and then climbs up the cliff. It was so yeah, weird. Yeah, he really does. What the hell is that? No, I don't yeah, understand. I don't. But I'm not gonna hate on it. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I want to see more. I don't know music. either. I, I just I don't have I don't have much to say about this because it's not. It doesn't look like my kind of game. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Josh is looking is is curious about it. I'm like I'm just like it's not for me. I just I just really like the last Metal Gear. So yeah, I get you. And I like Kojima. Uh, he's he's fucking weird, which is kind of fun. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. If if you didn't know he was weird, just check out everything about this game. Like, not that it's a bad thing. It's just <laughs> it's weird. I know it's it's just weird as hell, man. All right. So the last piece of news that I for gaming, the last piece of gaming news I have is uh, remember there was an old Ghostbusters game. Yes. They are doing a remaster for the Ghostbusters game. I never played the old game, but I remember I had pretty I never, good reviews. I never played the old one either, and uh, I'm I I, I kind of want to get this 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 remaster version of it. Uh, it'll be it'll be very interesting. I. I, I like me some Ghostbusters. I'm excited for the movie next year for Ghostbusters three, and uh, yeah, man, I just it looks cool. They they got it's it's, it's I mean it's literally the, it's the same the same game that they have done before, but it's gonna be a remaster. So again, it'll be brand new for me because I've never played it. Same. I just remember it coming out and like, hey, this got pretty good review. I'm like, this movie, this game's gonna be bad, right? But it wasn't yeah. that it wasn't bad apparently. Apparently, it was quite good. So it's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks cool. So I I'm I'm curious to uh, maybe potentially check it out. It's coming out sometime this year. The, no 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 exact release date. It's, it's just coming out sometime this year. Yep. So I'll, I'll be I'll be looking forward to that. It'll be it'll be interesting. And uh, yeah, that's that's essentially that's all I got for gaming news. Uh, what you got anything else for gaming news that I may have missed? I got the Pokemon stuff. Um... Oh, right, yeah, Which yeah. we haven't talked about. There was a fuckload of Pokemon news. Yeah, honestly, I didn't write that down because I know you had that covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, you good, you good. That's why we, that's why we got each other. Exactly. <laughs> so right, go for it. I'm just going to read off the first thing, which is Pokemon Home. The world of Pokemon games is more diverse than ever with exciting titles for the Nintendo 3S, the Nintendo Switch, and mobile games. Now trainers can bring all their Pokemon together with Pokemon Home, a new cloud service app. That lets players continue their adventures beyond a single platform. Pokemon Home connects with Pokemon Bank, as well as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. And the upcoming Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield games, and also Pokemon Go. Also, they're not paying me every time I say Pokemon. With, <laughs> with, with Pokemon Home. Although, with Pokemon, you want to sponsor it. Yeah, yeah, I'll totally, totally take some of those... Uh... Take some of those Pokebucks. Yeah, Uh... The Pokemon Home train uh, with Pokemon Home trainers can manage their collection of Pokemon across many of their games. Plus, they can trade with friends or with anyone around the world directly using Pokemon Home via mobile devices. A potential future addition will even allow multiple players in a single location to trade all at once. Pokemon is expe- Pokemon Home is expected to launch early 2020 on iOS and Android devices as well, 
as the Nintendo Switch. Now, I'm not the biggest Pokemon person. I was when I was a kid. I like play, playing the games. I still like playing the games. But yeah, this just seems it seems cool. Yeah, share all your Pokemon. Yeah, I uh, I also am not the biggest, but I do like Pokemon. I I used to love it again as a kid. I had the cards. I had the. I used to watch the show. I had the games. I used to play Pokemon Stadium on the N sixty four like all the damn time. Um, and nowadays, really, I I I play Pokemon Go, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, that sounds pretty cool. Pokemon Home. Yeah, share all your Pokemon and transfer them all the games. Yeah. yeah, share all your Pokemans. So that'd be cool. It it just it's it's some they had some stuff similar like to that before, but I guess they're yeah. just expanding on it and making it bigger. So yeah, they had the Pokemon cool. Bank. Yeah, which, that, that's what I meant. Pokemon which you'll probably Bank have to pay. I mean, you had to pay for that, for, and you'll probably have to pay for this for, too. For home, yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Next yeah. up is Pokemon Sleep. Oh man, have you ever dreamed about training oh, your Pokemon man. in your sleep? Because that is a thing that they're doing for some yeah, reason. Man, Snorlax is going to be the, the probably the, the main headliner for this one. All right, here, I'll read the article for you. Soon right, here we go. Soon you'll be able to wake up with Pokemon every morning with Pokemon Sleep, a mobile app coming from the Pokemon company. Pokemon Sleep brings a gameplay experience unlike any other. Yeah, because you're sleeping. A new device based on the Pokemon Go Plus device uses an embedded accelerometer, I guess that's how you say that, to track your time sleeping, track your time sleeping and send this information to your smartphone via Bluetooth. This new device called the Pokemon Go Plus also has the same functions as the original Pokemon Go Plus. So you can use it, oh, it's the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, sorry. And then there's this Pokemon Go Plus. plus. What does that that mean? I don't know, they have it like plus and then then the, the math sign plus. Oh, so damn. you can use it to play Pokemon Go during the day as well as with Pokemon Sleep at night. <laughs> Look forward to Pokemon Sleep launching for mobile devices in 2020. I have no idea what this is, by the way. It's just like, it just tracks your time sleeping, and, and then they're like, you're playing Pokemon in your sleep. And I'm just like, what's your sleep? How are you playing Pokemon? I, I guess this is trying to get people to, to get like a normal sleep schedule or whatever. Like <laughs> To help them, like, actually get some sleep, because there are people out there who don't get, like, enough sleep or whatever. So, you know how Pokemon Go was like, let's get everybody to go outside and exercise and walk around and stuff. This is probably like, hey, everybody, sleep is important. So, get your get your sleep. Catch a Pokemon while you're asleep. I'm guessing that's what it is, but hey, man, that's uh, Pokemon Sleep. I, 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 I wouldn't have imagined this for, for this to have been a thing, but uh, hey. It's a thing. It exists. It's 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 a thing. It's only a matter of time till they're sending ads to our brains saying buy Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up is Pokemon <laughs> Masters. Pokemon. Nintendo came out swinging with so much Pokemon <laughs> today. Yeah, they, they had like that Pokemon the other day. like conference or whatever, right? Oh, what the hell? So, so Pokemon Masters. What is this? Yeah. So Pokemon Masters. A new Pokemon mobile game called Pokemon Masters is on the way for iOS and Android devices from the Pokemon Company and mm, mobile game. And Dina, D E N A. Dina. Dina. Pokemon Masters lets players experience a new type of Pokemon battling on the go, and it features many famous Pokemon trainers from the long histories of Pokemon video games. Gameplay has been optimized for smart devices, allowing anyone to casually pick it up and play. Pokemon Masters is scheduled to launch. In 2019, 
Fans can expect more details about this new mobile game in June, which is today's June this 1st, month. so this month. Yeah, today's June 1st, so yeah, sometime this month, guys. Sometime this month, I guess it's just like we go around and battle people. That's pretty cool. I'm t battling's what Pokemon's all about, so. Pretty much. The Pokemon. The, the Pokemon brand is so fascinating because it's just like they yeah, just have their toe and everything, right? Like there's Jesus. so much, man. I I can't even. There's 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 so much. It's and they're insane. attacking mobile like nobody's business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, hey, man, if Pokemon Go works the way it does. Crazy not to try something else, right? It's, it's smart. It's smart. It's smart. For sure. A new yeah, Detective he... Pikachu comes to the Nintendo Switch. By the oh, way, I heard about this. Yes. The release of Pokemon Detective Pichu, Pichu, Pikachu. 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 I've said Pokemon a lot, and there's a lot of P words to say. Yeah, Pokemon has a lot of P words. They love their P's. Yeah. The release of the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie has left fans wanting more of the famous Pokemon sleuth. Features Inc. Has, pl has plans to create a new entry in the Detective Pikachu video game series for Nintendo Switch. The original Detective Pikachu game for the Nintendo 3DS ended on a cliffhanger, and the upcoming game will be a conclusion to that story. The details of the game are still a mystery, so keep checking Pokemon.com for more information. That's all I got for Pokemons, but yeah, new Pokemon Detective That's... Pikachu game. So. It's a lot of Pokemon news, and yeah, I heard about that. The Switch and... Uh... I never played the 3DS Detective Pikachu game. So. I never either, but I, I saw Aaron of Blind Wave play it a little bit on stream. Um, it's it's just it was just weird to me the first time that I saw that I like joined in on a stream, and I heard Pikachu talking like an old school fucking detective. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Where <laughs> it, it weirded me the fuck out. I was like, what? So that's just what I, what I remember when I think you know the the old for that first game um but yeah cool i guess you know if, for people who, who like that stuff i i I, pr I would rather play like a normal pokemon game but, but yeah anyway yeah, it's cool for those people who are excited for that pokemon out here swinging and digimon in the back being like we exist too yeah <laughs> let's see what well, else we got voicing pikachu i don't think so probably just use the same person from the first game. I see. We talked about Avengers, the Avengers game. Yep. What else we got? Yeah, do, yeah we got anything else in gaming? I'm, I'm double... Double checking. Cool, cool. Triple uh, checking, yeah. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about in TV show and movie news Fuck as well. Oh, here's something. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, Shang Tsung had a reveal trailer for him today. It was Or the other day. When did this come out? Yesterday. Mm. And it was pretty dope. I don't, I know, I haven't got to play the new Mortal Kombat, but yeah, I figured that's a worth a mention because people love Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal of Kombat. Of course, yeah. So check that out if you haven't already. If you're into the Mortal Kombat's, uh, Age of Empires Definitive Editions are coming to Steam. I heard about this. This is pretty cool. What about uh, Age of Empires Four? There hasn't been any information on. That. I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about that game in a long time. Uh, I, wonder, I'd be, I wonder if we're going to hear something about it soon since E3 is coming up. Be curious to hear to, to learn more about that game. I haven't played Agent Empires game in a long time. Yeah. Used to play them though. Uh, let's see. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 revealed the final clan, which are the Malkavian. 
Uh, if you never played any of those games, the Malkavian are kind of like these vampire blood that's kind of fucked with the human blood, and like they're just insane. They're like batshit crazy. Like in the first game, insane. In like the first game, if you're playing the Malkavian, you can have an entire conversation with a with a stop sign. So, with a stop sign, wow. Apparently that is a thing. I'm excited for that game when it comes out. I I need to go back and play the first one again. Because it's been a while, worth mentioning. It's been a while. Cool, man. Uh, Fable 4 was possibly leaked. Oh, yeah. That would be cool, man. That would be really cool. A new Fable game. I played the original one on the OG Xbox. I've played every Fable game that came out. So, I was a big uh, yeah. fan of that franchise. I like I like Fable, so yeah, man, heck yeah, dude. Get, get, I have a Fable uh... story. When the very first oh. Fable game came out, I spent all day at GameStop. The day before the game's release date, because they told me to come down there and they'd give the game to you early. I waited there till 6 o'clock all day. And it was awful. <laughs> it was miserable. Damn, I bet, dude. <laughs> and like the guy, like they, they had to go pick up the games at the, uh, wherever they pick them up at. And this was this was yeah. years ago, obviously. Well, yeah, Fable. Original Fable. Yeah, original when the, Fable. When did this game even come out? That's a good Fable. question. Check that out for me. Uh, 2004. So we were talking like 15 years ago. I was I was a young lad when that came out, and <laughs> yeah, Jesus. And I, he was picking the games up, and they called the store and was like, "Just send everybody home because it's gonna be a while." And like oh, the lady man. on the on the phone was like, "I'm not sending these people home. They've been here all day." I know, right? Was, <laughs> dude, what happened? Uh, but yeah, I was the first one in line and got the first copy of the original Fable when it came out. So. Hell yeah, dude! Waited all fucking day. It was awesome. Went home and played the shit out of it. I love Fable. Awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, they're gonna be showing Dying Light Two at Square e- the Square Enix event. Oh yeah, Dying Light Two, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, Square Enix just got a little bit more interesting for me then. They got Dying Light 2, Avengers. Yeah, this is more of our rapid-fire news part, where I'm just, like, reading reading stuff I Same see. Same stuff. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Total War 3 Kingdoms sold a million copies in a week. I am one <laughs> in one million. <laughs> uh, which I think is probably the best they've ever done. Let me, let me double-check. Reading the, some of the comments here. Uh, this is proof that delaying a game is good, and that people will come and buy it once you have it good and polished. So, exactly. There's nothing wrong with delaying your game as long as you release it the way you want it to be. You know, it's it's better to do that than to rush a piece of shit out, and then your game is forever tainted. You know. Yeah, boy. Anyway, it's good to see that game doing good. It's an amazing game. If you're interested in it at all, go check it out. Uh, we did a bunch of Pokemon news, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out here because it's Digimon related. Oh, <laughs> Digimon Survive gets new footage, concept art, and talk from the producers, which I don't know even what it's about. But I saw Digimon and was like, we talked a fuckload about Pokemon, so it's not fair because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Digimon guy. Digimon. Digimon Adventures Anime celebrates its 20th anniversary this year, and Digimon game producers. Looking back at the history of the series and also share a peek of the upcoming tactical RPG adventure, Digimon Survive. Oh, it's got a video. Oh, it's got a dev diary. I'll drop that in the chat for you guys. How about that? For those of you interested in the Digimans. If you're watching this on YouTube, look it up on your own. 
<laughs> pretty much, right? Come to the streams. <laughs> yeah, come to the streams. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is not going to be at E3. We talked about this. But they are going to have a live stream on June 5th. Yeah. So I find it, I'm very curious to what Ubisoft's going to show if they're not, they've already showed the new Ghost Recon game and the good and e- Beyond Good and Evil 2. They're going to be showing that before E3. What the fuck are they going to show at E3? I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But I'm sure Just Dance 2020 will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft is like my favorite. <sighs> yeah, they, they're always, they always, it's always a fun uh, conference to watch. And let me just do a quick scan. I think that's all I have at the moment for for video game news. All right, all right so that's that'll be it for gaming news, I guess. That's it for the game news, friends. That we have. That will be it for the gaming news. Which is uh, good because we have a shitload of other stuff too. Yeah, so we're gonna be sliding into uh, TV show news. And uh, first up, first thing I have is uh, Supergirl season five. Uh, Leviathan is going to be the villain. So I don't. I know you don't watch the CW shows anymore, Josh. No, I used to. I was a big fan back in the day, but they lost me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, that uh, they're they're going to be doing that for next season because I I thought the villain for season. This past season was pretty good. They had Sam Witwer as as a villain on this past season, and he was was pretty good, man. I I, I enjoyed that. Um, so that was pretty pretty cool. Oh, um, what else you got, my friend? The, uh, Swamp Thing trailer, dude. I am ex- I'm looking forward to this. The first episode's out, I believe. Is it? I think it came out today. Oh man, I need to watch this thing ASAP. Sh- I am super. We should watch that. Heck yeah, I'm down, dude. I'm, I'm down super fan. excited for this show, man. I it looks just like give it to me now. Correction: first episode came out, out yesterday. <laughs> oh, well, it's even better, man. I'll watch that shit later. I mean, hell yeah, we'll check that out. Man. Heck yeah, dude. I just it, it looks like it, it looks good. It's I, getting I just, good reviews, which makes me sad that they cut the cut it back on it a little bit, but. Man, I, it looks exactly like what I wanted it to be, so I'm I'm pretty 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 looking forward to that. Can't can't wait. Um, Definitely interested in Swamp Things, and next time yeah. we have a podcast, we'll talk about it because we'll, we'll see the first episode. So. Yeah, heck yeah, uh, Jessica Jones season three. Uh, it was they pretty much released like a, a, a they just announced the they they came out with a trailer that wasn't really a trailer; it was just like a teaser for the date. So June fourteenth. So that's that'll be in like two weeks, or yeah, yeah two weeks, yeah, no less than yeah. two weeks. Uh, for Jessica Jones season three, it'll be the final season. Uh, they're gonna they're focusing on calling her a fraud or something, which is interesting. Yeah, I, I I don't. But I guess you know, go for it. It's your final season, so why not? Yeah, go watch it. I guess have your last hurrah. Yeah. Uh, in other trailer news, we have uh, Dark Crystal, The Age of Resistance. I watched this one. I watched it. Yeah, th- this, uh, I, it, it looks, it looks cool, man. Puppets and it's, they, they, like, the blend of things that they use together to make this thing work is, 
it was pretty cool. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's the Netflix. Uh, it's gonna be the Netflix show. I need to go uh, back and watch the original, like Dark Crystal. It's been uh, since I was a young, young, young lad. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's, I, yeah. I, the I, I, diaper I, and Coca Cola and a baby bottle, young lad. So we need to check that. Out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely gotta check that out at some point. Um, but yeah, it looked good, man. I thought it looked good. I think it know. looks good. I love that they're not going full blown CG and using puppets. Full CG, yeah, it, it, yeah, it looks interesting, man. I, I'm, I'm curious. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out and for an open for that because it looks, it looks interesting. From what I can remember of the show, as a young lad, is or the movie rather, the old Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. is that it looks. Yeah, it looks makes me think of it when I see that trailer for the new thing. So. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, it, 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 from yeah, what I've seen of the movies, you know, it looks this show the trailer looks exactly like that. So, just like well, not exactly, but you know what I mean, like an updated version. Yeah, of that. no, no, I feel you. So, it, it yeah, looks good. Man. Is this? I don't actually know much about it. Is it? Is it a sequel or is it like a new a new deal? Uh, you know, I want to say I think it is a sequel, but I'm not really sure. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do my Google food see if I'm figuring it. Alright, I think it is a sequel, though. Sequel series, probably. But yeah, it looks good. The colors look great. The puppets look solid. You know, there's nothing really that looks bad. I think it looks it looks pretty good, man. So Netflix doing a good job with that. My, go- uh, my Google Foo is letting me down. Somebody in the chat knows. Let me know. Loki said it's a prequel. Oh, a prequel. Okay. Prequel's cool, too. Okay, so yeah, that... that Alright. So it is a prequel, then. Interesting. 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 What else you got? In other trailer news, uh, sticking with Netflix, uh, Dark Season 2, they came out with the trailer. This is a show that may, many people may not know, but it's pretty good. It's I'm one of those a, people uh, that don't know what it is. It's a German show. So... Oh wait, wait, wait! I think I remember this on. This is on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, it's a Netflix show in German, so they have a. Uh, y- you can check it out, and I think it's dubbed. I think in English, and then you can watch it subbed or dubbed. But yeah, it's it's a Netflix show, live action. So don't just because I said sub or dub, don't get me with that anime shit because it's. It's live action. It's in German. I saw it in German <laughs> and 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 read, you know, the subtitles. Um it's pretty good though. I I I enjoyed the first season. I would say uh check it out cuz it's it's, you know. Is it is it horror? Uh dark, scary. It's I mean the it's name of the show is dark, so it's I would say that you know, it's uh, I guess dark is a is a good uh it, it's it's a thriller for sure though. It, okay, if, if you're looking if you're looking for a word of for the thing, it, it's definitely a thriller. Just wondering what genre we're in. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a thriller definitely. So that's pretty cool. Check that out. And in addition to season twos, uh, we have a season two official trailer for Final Space, which is an animated show that I still have not seen season one of. I don't know. But what but Loki and Phenom have both been telling me to watch Final Space. Um, so it's something that I, I want to check out. 
But season two, the official trailer is out. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because apparently there's spoilers for season one, so I have to watch season one first. But uh, it looks like some it looks like the kind of show I'd, I would watch. <laughs> so yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't have anything else to say because I gotta watch it. Um, yeah. And then let's see what else. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Glow season three. Yeah, I love Glow. Glow. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's so good, guys. Go watch Glow. I love Glow. Uh, season three will be in like in Vegas, and it's the release date will be August 9th. So it'll be it'll come out like during while well, we're at WaveCon. Some of us are gonna be at WaveCon. So. Glow That's is cool. so good. But yeah, Glow's Glow's a good show. It's, it's yeah. It's those awesome. ladies work so hard too about learning how to wrestle. So. So yeah, check it out. Glow's pretty fun. It's fun funny. It's funny. It's got it's got a little bit of everything. It's good. Yeah, check that out. Um, let's see. There were two shows in the past few years that I really enjoyed: Be Glow and Cobra Kai. So. And Cobra Kai, yeah. Uh, another th- so in in uh, other news, uh, there is a show that I that I really enjoy, um, called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It is an Amazon Prime show. It's uh, it's I would say it's a it's definitely a comedy show. Um, it's it's like stand up comedy type type deal, right? And it's it's really good, man. The main the main actress Rachel Rachel Brosnahan is is really good as 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 Mrs. Maisel. It's awesome, man. It's like set in it, it's set like back in the day, so it's like old school. But yeah. it's it's awesome, man. The, the cast is great. They just added Carrie Elwes and uh, Stephanie Hahn, or no, not Stephanie Hahn. But anyway, it's it's good. They they added some more people to the cast. It's it, I also want, I just want to talk about this because the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a, is a damn good show, man. It, it's funny as hell. The cast is solid. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's good, man. It's good stuff. So I have not seen out. it. So oh. yeah, man, give give it a shot. It's it's fun. It's funny stuff. Uh, they added, you know, some some more people to it, which uh, I think Sterling K. Brown is also in it. Yeah, it's in the fifties. It's it's vintage, like old school stuff. It's it's good. It's great, man. Good show. Awesome. Uh, all right. The other thing that I had is that uh, The Witcher season one, the show The Witcher, has officially wrapped. Yeah, boy. Uh, the uh, the main actor, our our Geralt of Rivia, uh, Henry Cavill, uh, posted uh, an image on Instagram two days ago. That season one of The Witcher has come to an end. Uh, he, the cast and crew worked tirelessly, tirelessly throughout. Everyone pitched in and brought their A game to set, and he and he couldn't be more proud of everyone. Uh, and yeah, they uh, they worked a lot to bring The Witcher to life. They were nonstop improving and adjusting and evolving Geralt throughout. And uh, yeah, man, he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty excited about this. So season one of the of The Witcher is uh, is wrapped. So that is pretty awesome. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And I hope that show's good. I hope it's good too, man. Because there was a... Because I sure armor. don't want it to be bad. And it was a leak of some armor that I saw, and I'm like, oh, boy. But anyway, Some people I'm were saying that that's just how it looks because they're going to CG it a bit. 
what I heard. Well, I hope, but I don't know I hope so. I hope that's what it is. But anyway. Uh, okay. Oh, so we're going to be dropping into a little bit more. Uh, you know, there's there's no there's no way to I guess transition into this, but uh, you know, just I just want to say best wishes to uh, Kit Harrington because he checked into rehab. Uh, yeah, because you know he was uh, you know, I think the game of this this final Game of Thrones season hit him pretty hard, and uh, you know he's uh, checked into the facility and just best wishes to him, man, to to Kit Harrington. Much love to Kit and much, much love to you, man. And we're gonna we're gonna shout out his charity here because I know he's got one. Yeah, he's got a charity. So if you want to support that, uh, let me go for it. let me get the details of that for you, chat. Because Kit Harrington is a is a great dude, which I will talk about a little bit more here in the following topic. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he had a full on breakdown while shooting the series, the final scenes. Apparently, in an interview, he said. And uh, yeah, man, he just uh, just uh, you know give this give this dude some love because he was a he was a damn good Jon Snow and he did the best to his of his ability and he, he always gave it all. His charity is uh, MinCap, and then the, here's the link for that. So if you're interested in and check it out, it's at uh, JustGiving.com/slash/fundraising/slash/TheKingInTheNorth. So. Where fan, fans are raising uh, fundraising to honor Kit, and it's going to go to his favorite charity or the charity he supports, rather. Not necessarily favorite. Yeah. Check that out. Support that. Kit Harrington's, Kit Harrington's a good dude. And you sure can, Loki. One second. Let me permit you. There you go. So, moving on to the next topic. Um, which is also Game of Thrones. I watched the Game of Thrones documentary. Did you watch this? I have not watched it because I've lost interest in it after that last episode. Dude, this documentary is so good, man. This documentary is incredible. I've seen some okay. snippets of it. I enjoyed it more than the actual season itself. It was awesome. Okay. I'll check it There's out. There's this one guy called andrew he's he's like he's like an extra he's been like an extra like for the past i don't know three four seasons or some shit so his name is andrew mcclay andrew mcclay this man is the best okay Okay, so he's been an extra since season one. Okay, this guy's been there from the beginning. So he's been like a Stannis guy, like soldier, and transitioned to the Starks. And you know, he's he's been there like forever, right? This dude, they like show him primarily as like one of the main guys in it. And dude, he his like excitement and like just he's like a total fan of the show and of the books and the series in general he loves it man he he fucking loves game of thrones dude and 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 you get and you see it like all throughout this documentary how how much of a fan and supporter he is of the show and he's like i can't believe i'm here actually working on it and stuff right but that's pretty dope it's awesome man and they have like you know all the crew all the they have some of the they have the cast and the crew and you know 
uh, Emilia Clark and and Kit Harrington are, are featured in this as well. And you know, speaking of Kit, like you know, in his last scene that he ever filmed, he just burst, he just busted down and started crying, man, because he uh, he really, he really, really, really enjoyed playing this character. And uh, you know, he, you know, he was. He just, he just he just gave a pretty I won't spoil it or I spoil is probably the wrong word to say here but I won't like you know say what, what happened but just I would I would I would have if you love Game of Thrones I would advise you to check this documentary out because you get to see all the people who put in uh, a lot of their hard work and time and effort and everything that they poured into this you know final season of Game of Thrones regardless of how you feel about the season itself because again I was somebody who didn't really enjoy it. But like, there's no denying that that everybody involved in the show put in a a whole hell of a lot of effort and work and sacrifice and just it. This this documentary is awesome. It's called the uh, the Last Watch, I think. I think it's called the Last Watch. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, it's called the Last Watch. Uh, so yeah, I uh. Check it out. I absolutely recommend it if you love Game of Thrones because it's it's really really cool. You know, um, I again I enjoyed it more than the actual season itself. So that's how incredible I thought it was. So it's, it was really cool seeing all the behind the scenes and just this guy that like literally ha- like tosses fake snow on the floor so that like they, it looks you know accurate and and believable and whatnot. And, there's, you know, the lady that works on the, the whites, you know, the zombie whites and the crypts, spoiler alert and, and whatnot. And just it's a lot of cool cast and, and crew that were like working on this final season here, man. It was it was really, really cool to see. So definitely check it out, guys, because it's awesome. Hell yeah. What else you got? Uh, Let's see. As far as TV show news, I uh oh yeah the the hairstylist of uh, Emilia Clark's wig for Daenerys is yeah that was pretty <laughs> yeah but uh, in terms of TV show news, I believe that's all I have. So we can probably start moving into uh, well, I got just a couple things. The movies. Just, if you don't have anything else, just one thing. Uh. Mm-hmm. Which is that Brendan Fraser, your boy, Brendan Fraser, yeah, yeah, and, and Tom Tom Willing are going to be in a remake of an old TV show called Soldiers of Fortune. So I thought that because we all love Brendan, and I know a lot of us like Tom Willing, so uh, uh throw that there on the end. And I think that's all I got really, other than what you have. Check that. Cool, man. Check that out. It's gonna start filming soon, I believe, or it's already filming. Also, go watch Chernobyl if you haven't. So, that yeah, Chernobyl. I'm. Uh, that's not news. Uh, that's just me saying go watch that show because it's good. Yeah, yes, I'm several episodes behind, but I. I am behind too. I haven't, but, <clears throat> but it's good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I'm. I'm behind on a lot of TV shows these days. I gotta. I gotta start catching up again. Oh, but, sorry uh, guys. I'm yeah. getting over being sick. So. Definitely, definitely good stuff, guys. So check all that stuff out that we've been talking about. All right. Um, movie news? Movie news, hit me. All right, so th- for a while now, there's been a lot of confusion and uh, 
I guess a lot of is he or is he not involved in this movie? And what I'm talking about is Matt Smith with his involvement in uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, the the Rise of Skywalker. So for a while, he was like. I don't know if leaked was the correct word to use, but he was like rumored and there was like some pretty solid sources, which is why I'm saying this saying he was involved in the rise of Skywalker. And they stayed. Some of these sources had also said that he, he had scenes in the movie and like very specific scenes. And again, I wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't from like legit sources. Cause obviously anyone can say anything on the internet, but like if, if there's people who have like proven that they know what the hell they're talking about, then you're you're like more than likely to believe them, but apparently he has denied being in the movie. He he said in an interview that he is not involved. He's not in the movie, and like the Disney website for uh, the Disney UK website for for the Lars of Skywalker had him on the cast list, and they took him off. So I see this as one one of two two things is either number one. They are, for whatever reason, not saying he's in the movie, even though the entire internet knows he's in it. Because JJ likes to play his, you know, secretive, stupid secret game that he likes playing. Like, I like JJ, but the whole secret thing that he does, the the secret box thing is stupid as hell. Like, for example, I'm going to spoil something from uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, all right? So if you haven't seen Star Trek Into Darkness... You By this point, like, get the fuck I out mean, of here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been out since like 2013. If you're going to get pissed at this, leave. I don't want you here anyway. So, so here, I'm going to say something. So there was a character in Star Trek in the Darkness played by Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Called George Harrison or some, some stupid name like that. And he turned out to be Khan. But then like... Khan! Yeah, Khan, before the movie came out, they were like, is he playing Khan? He's like, oh, no, he's not, he's not playing Khan. And, and even Benedict was like, oh, I'm not playing Khan or whatever. Oh, come on, he's totally even though everybody knew he was playing Khan. Yeah, everybody knew that was fucking Khan. Khan. Like, Jesus. So I, I think this this might be a situation like that, where it's like, we know Matt Smith is in the movie, but for whatever reason, you're still denying he's in it, even though we all know already. So it, it could either be that or... Or it could legitimately mean that he's actually not in the movie. Maybe he was in it before and they took him out or something like that. But either way, I think this is just weird that like Matt Smith was supposed to be in the movie and he maybe is in the movie. And now he's either not or he still is, but they're like denying his involvement. I, don't, I, I just don't I don't I don't know. I think he's still in it. See. I think he's still in it. And it's just a, it's just a ruse. Yeah, I just I don't get why though. Like, unless who could he be then? Like, you know I don't mean? know. They always want to do this. Uh... Like, the, like there's a rumor out there, or from a very legit source that I'm not gonna say because you know they're like they're like really legit, so I, it could turn out to be true. So I'm not gonna say it. But like, it's uh, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Why? Why would they deny his involvement in it? I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, that's that's how JJ works, man. He's very secretive for for, for whatever reason. Weird, weird, whatever. So that's the first uh, movie news of the day. Um, number two is that uh, Shazam, the Shazam Blu-ray will have 20 plus minutes of deleted slash alternate scenes. That's a lot. That is a lot. 20 plus minutes for the Shaz- for Shazam. I, I'm very curious about that. First of all, I still haven't seen because, it. Because I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. 
I have not seen the movie, so it'll be it'll be curious to see uh, what uh, you know what what they left out, what 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 and what but just what they have extra in general because you know 20 minutes is, is a lot so that's a fuckload of that's a fuckload of extra stuff man yeah man looking forward to watching the movie and then looking forward to watching the extra stuff oh so. yeah um and since we're already on the topic of dc there was recently a uh thing that i saw that had like the coming slate of the dc movies and we're going to go ahead and talk about that if you want here for a bit. So the upcoming DC slate of movies. Uh, first of all, we have. Um, in On October 4th of this year, we have uh, director Todd Phillips uh, coming out with uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Very interested in this. Zazie Beats, Robert De Niro, Mark Maron. So it's a pretty solid cast here. This movie has nothing to do with the DCEU itself, but it's still a DC movie. Uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, the trailer had me very hype. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker in this. It looks it looks, looks rad. So pretty, pretty excited to see this movie. Um, yeah. I know Josh said he's excited. I'm pretty excited. It just looks uh, very interesting. I mean, it's very... Does. The cast is good. And that trailer. I wasn't excited before I saw that trailer, and then I, was, I saw that trailer, and I was like, huh, this looks kind of cool. So. Yeah, it looks great. <clears throat> so that'll be it for this year in terms of DC movies. And then next year, we're returning to the DCEU, and uh, we're going to have Birds of Prey. In February seventh, twenty twenty, Kathy Yan is the director, and of course we have Margot Robbie uh, as you know Harley Quinn, uh, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead as Huntress, uh, Journey Smollett Bell as uh, Black Canary, Rosie Perez as uh, Renee Montoya, and uh, we have a, a new a newish actress called Ella J. Bosco as uh, Cassandra Kane, and then filling in in the uh, villain role of the Black Mask, we have uh, Ewan McGregor. So uh, this is this will be uh, an interesting movie. This movie has a very 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 long and ridiculous name. I don't know why they called it this entire thing, but I'm just going to stick to calling it Birds of Prey. But if you want to know what the entire name of this movie is called, it's uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Jesus Christ. That's the full title of this movie. I'm just going to stick to calling it Birds of Prey. So That's uh, coming February 7th, 2020. It's pretty cool. We get to see Black's ma- Black, Black Mask. Yeah, Black Mask by our boy Ewan McGregor. That's going to be cool. <sighs> Who I think I've only ever really seen in like some of the cartoons and in some of the Arkham games. So. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. And then uh, June fifth, twenty twenty, we have Patty Jenkins' uh, Wonder Woman sequel, uh, which Wonder is going to be called Wonder Woman. Yeah, so Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is the name of the sequel. I'm there. I don't they even. I don't even need a trailer. I'm there. I love Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. So again, Gal Gal Gadot is going to come back as Wonder Woman, obviously. Kristen Wiig is going to be in it, and uh, it's going to be playing Cheetah, I think. 
So Cheetah is going to be the main villain of this one. And then uh, apparently Pedro Pascal is involved as well somehow. So the Mandalorian slash the Red Viper is going to be in this. The man making all the money. Yeah, man, he's, he's in a lot of stuff lately. And, then, and he uh, deserves Chris it because he's great. Yeah, Chris Pine is going to return as Steve Trevor. I don't know how because if you've seen the first movie, you're like, huh? But uh, Chris Pine will be in this again somehow. So be interested to see how that how that pans out. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, Patty Jenkins uh, crafted the story along with uh, Jeff Johns, who uh, wrote the screenplay with David Callahan. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. So I, I I really enjoyed Wonder Woman the first movie, so I'll be super excited for this one. Hell yeah, I'm there. I love yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman. So yeah, me too, man. Uh, then we're moving on to 2021. We have the Batman, which the Batman. Uh, will be directed by Matt Reeves. Again, we talked about this last week, right? Mm-hmm. So last week we mentioned that Robert Pattinson was going to be the Batman. And uh, a couple days ago, I think yesterday or the day before that, it was confirmed. Officially. Ro- officially confirmed that Robert Pattinson is the Batman. So I'm going to be calling him Battinson now. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's gonna be called the hashtag Battinson because he is officially uh, Batman. Uh, and yeah, I, I, the more I the more I, I hear about this and talk about this, I I'm excited. I think he's gonna be a pretty cool Batman, dude. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I think he's he's a fantastic actor. People want to hate on him because of Twilight, but like he's been in so many other great films and and just stuff in general. So don't hate on yeah, him so- for that. Yeah, don't hate on him just because he did Twilight. He's he's grown significantly as an actor since then. Hey, everybody's got to start somewhere, bro. He, he's been in other he's been in other stuff, so uh, you know, keep keep an open mind if you're if you're not if you're feeling kind of iffy about this. I was just thinking about this the other day where it's like if they ever do another Batman, which they will obviously. Um, yeah. but they should just they should just come out and announce their casting and just be like he's playing the Batman. Playing the Batman. <laughs> Never mentioned Bruce Wayne at all. And then, like, just fucking reveal it as Batman Beyond, because that would be just the dopest shit ever. That would be cool, man. That would be dope. That's all I want. I want my Batman Beyond movie. And you, and then you get Michael Keaton as uh, old man Bruce. Or my Nightwing. But, yeah, so apparently, like, uh, Army Hammer and Nicholas Holt and Aaron Taylor Johnson were also candidates to be Batman. But I think I think the, I think Rob Pattinson works, man. I think I he's, think he's a good pick. Program. I'm just yeah. I'm more surprised he decided to do it. To be honest with you, than yeah, I mean I, I think I think it's I think it was time for him to return to something again because the only franchise thing that he had done was Twilight, I, I believe, because he had like laid low for a while and did like a bunch of in, smaller indie films to like build up his his you know acting resume or whatever. But uh, yeah, and then oh, he's gonna be doing uh, also the new uh, Chris Nolan movie. Christopher Nolan movie, so he's going to be in that along with the Batman. So he's got some pretty interesting projects coming up here. So don't, don't, don't be surprised if you see a lot more of this guy coming up here. He's also going to be in the the Lighthouse, which I heard is it's a black and white like <clears throat> fantasy horror movie that they showed at uh, the Cannes Film Festival and got mm. crazy good critical acclaim. So and, and it's going to have Willem Dafoe, and he's and he's going to be in it as well, and that sounds pretty dope. And they're like the only two I see that's going to be in that movie, so. Very nice. Sounds interesting. Check that out. 
Yeah, so again, we don't really know what else is going to happen in this movie, but apparently Catwoman and the the Penguin are rumored. My only issue with it. <laughs> I heard something that has me like, whoa, this could be cool. So Nicholas Holt was also in the running for Batman or whatever, right? Or apparently he was. But he he would be, I think, Nicholas Holt would be a very interesting Riddler. Especially after like seeing him in in uh, Mad Max playing that kind of character, I think this guy would be great as a Riddler. So I'd be all for that if they wanted to go down that route. Yeah, he's got the look. Yeah, man, I'm like, dude, this guy, this guy looks like a Riddler. He can act like a Riddler, dude. Do that, get that done, man. I think he, I think he'd kill it as a Riddler. So yeah, that's all I wanted to. That's all I have to say about that. We don't have too much news, but you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more. But Robert Battinson is confirmed as the Batman. Robert Batten, like that. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have also in development. Uh, we have the Suicide Squad, which is aka Suicide Squad Two. Uh, August 6, twenty twenty-one. James Gunn will be directing. Uh, so David Ayer is not coming back from the first movie. Um, so what we have is that uh, we have um, obviously Will Smith is not going to be in this movie because I th- I think it's only because he's doing something else that like you know didn't uh, I guess it it like contradicted his schedule with this movie or whatever, but. Yeah, um, so he's not in it. But returning to this movie is uh, Jack Courtney, Viola Davis, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Margot Robbie. They're all coming back from their previous characters in this one. So if you don't know who these people are, we have Harley Quinn coming back, Captain Boomerang coming back, uh, what's his name, Rick Flagg coming back, and then, uh, shit, what's Viola Davis's character's name? I, I sometimes blank out on the easiest names that I know, like, I, I know, but I just, for whatever reason, they just, I just blank out. Uh, damn it, Amanda Waller, that's her name. Jesus, see, I, I, I remember, I know these things, but sometimes they just, I just blank out sometimes. But anyway, they're all coming back. Idris Elba is, is, was originally supposed to replace Will Smith as Deadshot, but they're like, no, never mind. Make him a new character so we can potentially bring back Will Smith later on, right? So Idris Elba's coming back as a new character. We still don't know who he's going to play. But I th- think it was... There's been rumors out there, but I don't I don't know. We don't know who he's going to play yet. I don't know who he'd play either. I have no idea. Yeah, I heard like King Shark or something, which would be... I would be in something. But uh, anyway... Uh, David Desmalshian is going to be in this movie playing Polka Dot Man. If you don't know who David Desmalshian is, he's the guy in who is in, <laughs> he's in... He's in a lot of stuff. He's he's the guy in Ant-Man's crew that goes, Baba Yaga! He's that guy. He's uh, he's in the Dark Knight for like a second, you know, in the parade scene. Uh, yeah, so... Oh yeah, Bronze Tiger is another thing that I heard that I just Idris Elba could play. That'd be pretty cool if he does. I think he'd kill it as Bronze Tiger. Uh, and yeah, apparently John Cena is in talks for a role for this movie too. Cena's so, a pretty good actor, man. So we'll, we'll see, man. Uh, He's good. 
And what else we got here? We got uh trying to move through these quickly, quick, more quicker because there's there's a bunch of them. Take your time. We got all the time. So right? we have uh, we have Aquaman two, December 16, twenty twenty two. That's you know, we're three years away from that, but I'm excited. So far, Momoa and Amber Heard are coming back. Coming back. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, James Wan. Uh, is kind of like to be determined because he's wants to wait for this for the scene or the scene. He wants to wait for the script. But uh, yeah, they're they're working on the screenplay and that movie's still in development. So we're we're still there's not a whole lot about that. And then there's another thing called uh, the trench. So essentially, this is based off of uh, the success of Aquaman. And James Wan obviously is is a skilled horror, you know, director and and whatnot. So Warner Brothers has put into development a uh, spinoff called The Trench, and the idea is that they're gonna just you know talk about more of the underwater you know stuff that was an Aquaman. Uh, obviously, it'll have a lower budget, but you know it's 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 essentially it's just an Aquaman spinoff. So. Which is weird. It feels weird that they decided to go that way with a spinoff, the trench, but whatever, well, I man. Mean, well, again, it's in development. It's not like, they're not like, it's not a movie that's like going to come out. It's in development. So at any point, this thing could get scrapped or whatever. But, you know, it's in development. So, you know. I mean, I right feel now, like you could go developing some other ways, but. Yeah, I know. It, I get you. It's weird. But again, it was like based off the success of Aquaman. They're like, well, sure, why not? And then here's an interesting one The Flash. So this one has been. In development for a while. So much turmoil. Uh, there's so much turmoil in this movie. They just can't get it right, man. There's no release date. It's just in development. The directors are John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. The cast, they have uh, a couple people. like Obviously, Ezra Miller is The Flash. And Kiersey Clemens, Billy Cudrup. Uh, yeah, this movie is just... Um, Apparently, like going as far back as twenty April of twenty fifteen, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were gonna do a story treatment, and they were gonna direct, but then they left to do the solo movie. Uh, but you know, obviously, they didn't do end up doing either. Uh, but they did end up doing Spider Verse, and that you know, they did end up being involved in Spider Verse, and obviously, we know how that turned out. Oh, so good. Ezra Miller is still attached as a Flash. Um. And they just had like director over director come in and drop out, and you know, just there's been like they've had like a bunch of people trying to come in and, and direct and whatnot. But essentially, the production moved again because Ezra Miller is going to be shooting the the Fantastic Beast three sometime this year in the fall, apparently, and the obviously the filming of the Flash won't be before that, so. They're just I, uh, the last thing that I had heard was that uh, Ezra Miller was going to be working with uh, Grant Morrison and they were going to work on a script because Ezra Miller's contract is running out. So if, if I, I guess that the thing is that like if Ezra Miller and Grant and Grant Morrison can come up with a script that WB or and DC likes or whatever, then they'll move forward. And if he they he can't. Then I guess he's out. I don't know. It's it, it's this this project is very complicated. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's 
been... God, it's I don't know a, where to start. It's a journey, if you look at the troubles that movie's had. been a four-year shit show so far. All right, so Shazam 2, we have obviously in development to be to be announced. Uh, obviously, because Shazam was a success, they're going to get a sequel. You know, makes sense. Sequel really everything. Our, yeah, I mean, that's all there is to say about that. Shazam did good. They're making a sequel. Good movies get sequels. That's all. Here's another movie that's been interesting. Uh, Batgirl. So, uh, another one in development. Uh, Joss Whedon was supposed to be working on this. Um, because we, as we know, Joss Whedon has done some DC stuff before. He did he shot Justice League after Zach Warner, or Zach Warner. Why did I say Zach Warner? Zach Snyder. You know, had his like personal family stuff that he had to deal with. Joss Whedon came in and finished the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially they're just they're they're apparently they've hired Christina Hodson, which wrote which did Bumblebee. To write the script for Batgirl, so that'll be uh, Bumblebee was uh, awesome. So this is good. I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed Bumblebee, so that that bodes well. Um, pretty excited about that. Green Lantern Corps is the next one, uh, also in development. Uh, it will be a reboot, obviously, of the 2011 Green Lantern because this this one is going to be set in the DCEU. They're going to have CGI friends. suits. I'm calling it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Yeah, this one is, uh, yeah, this one has been like talked about for years upon years. There's nothing really concrete. They haven't even cast anybody or anything. It's just in development. This next one does have, uh, does have some track that just been talking about lately. So in, within the past couple of days, Ava DuVernay and, uh, what's the other guy? Tom King, I think. Yes, Tom, Tom King have been uh, talking that they are working on uh, the New Gods. Oh, uh, yes, it's just I saw this. So they're working on the New Gods movie. Uh, Ava DuVernay will direct. Uh, and, yeah, this will be interesting, man. We're finally going to get Dark Side and whatnot and then in DCEU. I'm looking forward to seeing Dark Side because we didn't get him in Justice League. Um, he should be like... So. He's like DC versions of Thanos, man. You yeah, he's, he's DC Thanos. So, uh, we'll be very, uh, very curious to see how how this goes about that. Um, you know, obviously in development, so we're, we're just not getting news about that. Yeah, but interesting. And, uh, news. Yeah, there's there's a few other things here, but like we won't get into them. Where's my just, Where's my Nightwing movie at, Daniel? I'm waiting. It's it, it, It's in development. It is actually in development. Oh, oh, please. It is in development. Please they let have, it happen. They have, they have a director attached, actually, too, dude. I need my Nightwing. The, the Lego Batman movie director, Chris McKay, has been signed to direct the Nightwing movie. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I love, I love Bruce Wayne Batman, but I love Nightwing, too. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they do have a... Uh... So here, here's, here's what we have about this. What we know... What, what they have so far is... In February 2017, Lego movie, Lego Batman movie director Chris McKay has, been, has was signed to the Nightwing movie. Bill Dubuque, who who wrote who did the Judge, is writing the screenplay. Uh, they teased badass action, uh, and uh, obviously Dick Grayson is, is Nightwing, so obviously he's going to be Nightwing. Uh, Pre-production can begin in early 2018, but as of March, it hasn't happened yet. Obviously. 
Uh, Chris McKay has since been signed on to do a Dungeons and Dragons movie, a Johnny Quest movie, and Netflix's uh, Miller World adaptation of Reborn. So much good shit that fellow is being attached to. There you go, man. So you're, Chris McKay, dude, he's he's a, he's doing the D and D movie, the Johnny Quest movie, and uh, Nightwing. Apparently, if if it does end up happening, so there you go. Yeah, oh, I love Johnny Quest, like the newer, so, the one from Toonami. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll stop here because there's literally so many DC movies in development. There's there's I'll just name I'll just name them, but I won't go into detail. Cyborg in devel- in development. Uh, uh, Lobo movie in development. Hell yeah, The Rock. Black Adam movie. No, Black Adam is 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 gonna. Oh, be that's rock. right. He's gonna be Rock. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be the Black. So Black Adam movie in development. Well, who plays Lobo? Yes. Deathstroke movie in development. No one. They don't have anyone attached to it yet. I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Who should play yeah, yeah. Lobo? Uh, Man of Steel sequel. Hopefully it happens, but I don't know. It's been... They haven't said anything. Plastic Man in development. Blue Beetle in development. Gotham City Sirens in development. Justice League Dark in development. Nightwing. We already talked about that. Supergirl in development. Uh, Joker Harley Quinn movie in development. Uh, Joker movie. With Jared Leto in development, and then the last thing is a Black Hawk movie with potentially Steven Spielberg directing, because he's producing the movie at the very least. Hmm. So that's all we have for the DC slate. I know it was a lot. Um, I'm still thinking yeah, about we... who should play Lobo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who should play Lobo. Okay. I don't know either. What else we got? All right, so moving on. We're done with DC for now. Uh, the next thing is Taika Waititi is uh, going to be doing an Akira movie, and it has a 2021 release date. Canada! So Taika Waititi, director of uh, Thor Ragnarok and one of the Mandalorian episodes, and he's also Korg in the MCU. He's going to be doing a... Uh, an Akira movie. That's pretty cool. Have you seen uh, the anime? The original one? I have not. I've been wanting to watch it. I need to check it I out. Watched I watched it a long time ago. That shit's disturbing <laughs> to me. <laughs> Dang. I, I, I want to watch it because I hear good things about it. Watch it. I mean, it's good. It's just... Woo! Yeah, yeah I got to check it out. So, release date of 2021. Um, let's see. They also have probably the most badass motorcycles in an anime yet. We have. Sure. Oh, Mark Webb, the director of you know such movies as The Amazing Spider-Man, you know, and and whatnot. He's also done like I think uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer and other things. But he, he, probably most people will know him for doing The Amazing Spider-Man one and two. Disney is eyeing him to do the live-action Snow White. So. That's that's the thing. They're working on Snow White next, and Mark Webb is going to be doing that. Apparently, if you know, well, they're eyeing him. He's not confirmed or anything, so it's just you know rumors right now. Sticking on to rumors, Sony wants Venom, the Tom Hardy Venom, in Spider-Man Three. Which you know, we know what happened the last time Sony had Venom in Spider-Man Three. That didn't work. But 
I think they could make it work this time around since Marvel Studios, Marvel proper is is handling the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Um, so I think it'll be interesting, man, if they, they throw in Tom Hardy with Tom Holland and they have Venom and Spider-Man go up against each other and whatnot. It'll be cool. I think depending on how it's handled and how they do about it, it could be could be good. They just have to be very careful of not adding too much into one movie because Sony has a history of fucking up final Spider-Man movies. They fucked up Spider-Man 3. They fucked up The Amazing Spider-Man 2 by adding way too much into one movie when they could have just done their movie and then set stuff up for the future. Yep, 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 yep. Agreed. So yeah, I'd be I'd be all for it if they know how to do it. Um let's see what else we got here. Chris Hemsworth does not is not going to do Star Trek 4 because he doesn't like the script. Don't blame him. He thinks the script is garbage. Probably so he is. is. Yeah, he's not going to do it. Like, so Hemsworth I, at this I, point I, knows if a script is good or not. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think so. Yeah, so he's not going to be involved in that because he doesn't think it's a good script. So, hey, man. Yeah, I feel you. More, more power to him. You got to protect your brand. For sure, man. Because he had been rumored to be involved in it, but yeah, he's like, no, nah, I'm good. He recently talked about it in an interview. He's like, no, I don't want to be involved in this. Yep, yep, yep. She's like, I just didn't like it. Didn't like the way it was going. Um, sticking with Mar with Marvel and Chris Hemsworth and all that stuff, the Black Widow movie started filming in Norway. Um, they, I think they were they were spotted like on set over there in Norway, and you know, I still don't know when this taking place. I know. I don't know if it's like a prequel or if it's like in between in spoiler alert infinity and and infinity war and Endgame because you know there's a time gap between those two. Yeah. So I don't know. I, don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm curious though. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I love me some ScarJo and Black Widow. So. Yep. yep. And I'm always gonna and I'm always gonna check out everything that's in the MCU because, you know, I love the MCU. So they started filming, so that's that's legitimately a thing. So that's cool. If you want more of our thoughts on Marvel, go check out our rankings in episode one of the Clockwork yes. Cantina. Which, by the way, I want to say that since then, I've 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 changed around some things on my list. So if you look at my list from then till now, it would look a little bit different, especially in the middle. But anyway, yeah, check that out. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you should there should be a playlist. So look at that. Check that Good out. Point. Check it out. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 has a release date of uh, March 20th, 2020. I still haven't seen the first one. Dude, you got to check it out. I Baba really yells at me all the time. Go watch it. But... It's good, man. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect when I first was going to check it out. But I had I, 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 it was good, man. I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it for what it was. I need to uh, see it. John Krasinski is directing again. And uh, the same cast will return from the first movie. Yeah, I mean, so, it was a hit, so definitely yeah, want to put yeah, those you, place, yeah. pieces in place. Heck yeah, definitely check it out, because it was Quiet Place was good. Let's move on to trailer talk, all right? Because we got some trailers here, so. Quite a few. First, first trailer 
I'd like to talk about actually before we go into the trailer, Masters of the Universe came out with a poster. Oh, they movie. did. I yeah, seen it's, this. It's, it's it's very basic. It's 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 there's nothing really to it. It's I'll put it in the I'll put it in the chat. It's just it's just a silver gray ass logo with the power returns March twenty twenty one. Oh, this is this is meant to be a throwback. Yeah, it's it's like a you know we're we're coming back the way you want us to I guess which yeah, hope I hope they do I hope hopefully it's good man. I want to I want to put tell. the sword on there man like. You've got such a, so much space, so much free space. Lot, there's a lot of real estate on this poster, but they didn't. I don't. I guess they don't want to show it yet, man. Which you know, uh-huh. fair enough. I would put something on there. That's just it, it. It is a little bland, though. I will. I will agree with that. But I. I. It's fine. It's just a little like just a little throwaway I'm poster. All that free spot, place, space. Yeah. Anyway, so trailer talk. We have. Uh, the first one that I'd like to talk about is uh, the Rambo Last Blood teaser trailer. Yes, which which I thought was pretty dope. They I watched it. Yeah, I liked it. They had that old time old, old town road in the fucking song in there, and I think it worked together with the trailer. Trailer's going up there, guys. There's a trailer. It was uh. Pretty good, man. La- Rambo: The La- Last Blood. I, I, it looks, looks good. I, I'm, I'm curious to check it out, man. I grew up with those movies, man. I love fucking my love of action movies. I feel like it all starts with Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Not only do you have old man Arnold coming back, Terminator: Dark Fate, you have old man Rambo whooping some ass again, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm probably more excited for this than I am that Terminator movie. Yeah, Terminator movie. Just I, I didn't like the trailer. Honestly, I didn't like the trailer. I like the poster more than the trailer. But this Rambo movie looks cool, man. I dig it. It looks, looks pretty I, rad. I like me some Rambo. Oh. They first drew blood. Or they drew first blood. And he then will he's draw about, the last. He will draw the last, yeah. I'm not playing with Sam because we'll probably get hit with like copyright stuff, but... So that's pretty cool, yeah. I I I dig it. I uh I, I'll be looking forward to that movie. And it looks bloody. Because uh, that's how we like the Max movies, man. Yeah, especially the Rambo movies. They were always very just yeah, good action, gory, bloody, just fucking fun movies. So. Hell. I'm I'm there. I like Rambo. Damn straight, dude. That looks good. And then the next trailer I'd like to talk about is Onward. I actually haven't watched is, this one yet, but I'm gonna put it up it's anyway. The, the new Pixar movie. Uh it looks interesting. I, I don't I don't really know. It's 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 a new new property from them. So uh again, I don't know what to expect because Well that's a flying unicorn. Check that out. That looks dope. Uh, yeah, it's it's like a it's supposed it's like a fantasy world in a modern setting, I think, is what it is. The world it's was very... magical. Oh, they got two yeah, moons. It's... Jokes on them, my world's got four moons. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh mushroom houses, I dig it. Yeah, it's a it's it's like a fantasy setting in a modern world. It's very, very interesting. But they have uh Chris Pratt and, and Tom Holland as the two main characters in this. Cash for gems, huh? Cash for gems. Yeah, it's it's very very intriguing, man. I think it's, it's a pretty interesting idea. It looks about, like, cool. I like it. I like the premise. 
Yeah. Fantasy setting in a modern world. It's, it's very, it's something that I don't think has been done. This too. is like rated G shadow run. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's like sci-fi into the future. <laughs> there you go. From the creators of, you know, incredible as toy story, Coco, all that. Coco is so Pixar. good. Go watch Coco. It's, it's, Pixar. it's a Pixar movie guys. Yeah. Yes. I love Coco. Coco will make you cry. It's so good. Pixar is great. So yeah, this movie looks uh pretty pretty interesting. I'm some I'm some mean looking Pegasi. Yeah, man, the ones in the trash cans they look ferocious. Absolutely. I need to watch this with sound, but it looks pretty dope. Yeah, it looks interesting. I like the little mushroom houses. A lot. It's pretty clever. Yeah. What's next? So the other thing I have is uh, let's talk a little bit about a uh, box office this weekend because we had some movies, really interesting movies come out the past couple weeks. So obviously at number one we have Godzilla King of the Monsters getting the top of the box office. Um, Makes sense. It's Godzilla. Everybody loves a Godzilla movie. It just it just came out, so they uh, they're at the top. I heard people bitching that. Yeah, even though I haven't seen the movie, I've just seen on Twitter that people were like, this is a pass. There's no human supply. It's just all monsters fighting. And I'm just like, that's motherfucker, what from a Godzilla that's movie. Godzilla. What do you want? That's just what I, I saw on Twitter. I don't know how true That was that the main complaint of the first movie, that there was too much human shit, and and they didn't show enough Godzilla. Fuck the humans. I'm here to watch Godzilla throw down with your boys. All right? Yeah, man. That's that's what I want to see from a monster movie. Just fucking fighting, dude. I don't give a shit about the human characters. Uh-huh. In these kind of yeah, characters. like what the hell? So I'm glad that's doing pretty good. Aladdin at number two, obviously, because that came out like a weekend before that. If I want to watch yeah. Aladdin, I'll just watch the animated one. Uh, I'm I'm curious to check out the live action. They they killed Jafar for me, so. I mean, yeah, Jafar looks it looks bad, but I still want to check out the movie. Rocket Man in third place. That's the uh, Elton John movie. I've heard it was good. Yeah, Ma number Ma number four. That's like a horror type movie, I think. John Wick Chapter Three at number five. You got Avengers Endgame at six. Pokemon the Pikachu at seven. Booksmart at eight. <laughs> I like how they're still like so high, even though it's been like months. Yeah, they're they're top ten still, even though it's been yeah like fucking what three months, two months. It's crazy. Jesus, all the money. That's the power of Endgame. Yeah, Booksmart, Brightburn, which I want to check out Brightburn, too. I heard, I heard pretty good things about that. The horror Superman movie. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to go to the movies yet. a lot, guys, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I we usually have to wait any, for them to come out. I haven't seen any of these except Endgame. Same. And I mean, Captain Marvel, but that's, like, way down here. But, yeah, I want, I want to check out Dumbo and Brightburn and all these other movies. I want to see Godzilla. There's your, uh, yeah, I want to see Godzilla 2. That's your box office breakdown for the week. And, uh, oh shit. All the money. The last thing I want to talk about, uh, before Josh has anything to add in, uh, is, uh, Galaxy's Edge opened up. Uh, this, uh, this, this weekend, or by weekend, I mean literally yesterday, it opened up to the public. Hell yeah. And it looks incredible. I cannot wait to go. I cannot wait to go. When I do, I will definitely like try to 
see if I can maybe stream it or, or like, you know. Daniel going to be in, like, the lightsaber building part for, like, hours. Dude, just so I, I, want, I, I want to build my own lightsaber. It's pretty expensive, but, like, dude. God, they, look, they look incredible, dude. I, I'd have to, like, save up money or some shit. I can so save up and do it. It's... The lightsabers look incredible. The just everything looks great, man. Like just there's there's pictures out there you guys can look at. It looks it looks incredible. I just I, I can't wait till I can get the chance to go to Galaxy's Edge. Um it looks like a great time. They have a lot of cool Easter eggs and things if you go, you know, wander around and look for some stuff. There's a lot of cool things you can buy, like obviously lightsabers, and they have like blasters, and you know, they sell you like porgs and loath cats, and you know, little <laughs> creatures like that. If you want to, if you're interested in that kind Daniel's of gonna come out there with just an armload of porgs like this, just be like porgs everywhere. Yeah, I'm just gonna have a, a porg on each shoulder, and you know, loath cat on your head. <laughs> yeah, loath cat hat or some shit. No, but the cool thing about the lightsabers is that they get like holocrons too, with like crystals inside of them and whatnot. It's oh, awesome, dude. I just, I, it's, I can't wait, man. So Galaxy's Edge, op- is is officially open over here in uh, Disneyland, and it should be opening up in August for Disney World down in Orlando. Orlando. So. I believe you still have to uh, only people that have reserved spots at the moment. So and, like it opens yes. up later. Yeah. And, and, until June twenty third, you have to have a reservation for for Galaxy's Edge over here. So I yeah. imagine it will be crawling all the time for the next five hundred years. So for the next five years, probably this place is gonna be for, for the for the rest of our lives. This place is going to be crowded. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I hope to get in here someday and show you guys what it's all about for those of you who can't come check it out. I would love to get the go to the one in Orlando. But uh yeah, that's uh I'm trying to make sure if there's nothing else. Josh, if you have anything. I haven't seen anything, uh really. I've just been I've been looking through the news as you've been reading it and I haven't really found anything that you have not covered, so Yeah, so I, I think we're like... good. Yeah, I try to like write stuff down throughout the week. We had a fuckload of news. But yeah, like a lot. But yeah, I do believe uh, that will be it. We could probably take a break here. Yeah, we're gonna take our break here, guys, and we'll come back. We're gonna talk about D and D, but like probably just like the starter parts of D and D. I don't know how yeah, long is just... that part's. It's probably gonna be that. It's gonna probably gonna be short because I don't want to get super advanced into it but yeah you can ask us stuff in the chat about dnd too if you're interested in it just uh yeah for sure um uh, also if you're on my discord server i have a a channel for the clockwork cantina where you guys can ask us questions if you want about uh about uh dnd and we'll do a we can we'll answer them when we come back from the break yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. so again you can either put them here in, here in the chat on twitch or on my Discord uh, channel, from on my server. You should link your and, Discord uh, and Twitch chat, by the way, just in case. Okay, yeah. If you want to join my Discord uh, and talk that, about that, that stuff. way people can go in there and see that channel, just in case they're not in there. Yeah, feel free to. Uh, let's see. And then you'll have to read those from the chat for me because I can't yeah, look I at it, it while I'm hosting the video. So. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So feel free to join my server. There is a. I should have linked the channel itself. Anyway, whatever. It's cool. 
there's the link. If you scroll down, you should find the Clockwork Cantina channel. So put your questions in there. We'll be talking D&D when we get back from the break uh, here in a couple minutes. So, yeah. Hell yeah. uh, Gonna go ahead and take that break, guys, and we'll be back shortly. Remember, put your questions if you got any here on Twitch or on that channel on Discord. Uh, Yeah. We'll be back, guys. All right, everybody. We're back. I hit record, so we should be good. We should be good to go. Let me change our text image so we know what we're talking about. Everybody enjoyed their break? I had to turn the air conditioning on because, damn, it got hot. (laughs) Now discussing dungeons. D&D. And dragons. Dungeons and Durgans. Oh, that's really big. There we go. Mm-hmm. Adjusted. So I actually have no idea how we're going to start this conversation off. I guess we'll start off like this. I'll ask Daniel a question, and he can ask some questions, and we'll get going. How about that? Yeah. Daniel, what is your first experience with D&D? Like, do you remember where you first heard it? First time you've played it? First time you wanted to play it? You know, that kind of stuff? I, I've heard about D&D for a while, like a long time. I had always heard about like the old Fantasy Flight, like Star Wars uh, RPG type stuff. Is you know, we're talking about RPG stuff specifically? Yeah, just uh, what we talk talk about tabletop stuff. Everything yeah, kind of feeds from D and D, in my opinion. Yeah, so that's like I remember hearing about that stuff like a while, like years ago, and then obviously I had always heard about like D and D, D and D, you know. That's always been something. Um, but obviously, I was always I was always more into Star Wars stuff because you know I've, I've always been more into Star Wars. But like, in terms of like D and D itself, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly when I first heard about it, but I think more recently, as of like within the past like three years or so maybe probably i would say since like not well i want to say since i've joined discord but maybe like a little after that maybe a little after since i've joined discord because my the first game that i was ever like that i actually ever played was that um that one shot that we did if you remember the star wars one shot that we did like two like two almost two years ago at this point yep it was the mountaintop rescue thing, I believe. Yeah, mountaintop rescue. Played? We played the beginner game for Fantasy Flights. Um, yeah, Fantasy Flights. Like Star, uh, Wars Star Wars RPG. Star Wars RPG game. And that was a blast. Okay, like I had a lot of fun playing that. It was it was great. It was a it was a fun fun time. I remember like. Uh, 
even after we played that first like one shot, I was like, yo, I, I, I'm like, I could legit like make. We should like just make this a, a fucking campaign with these characters. Like, I'm good to go, man. This is yeah. like, this looks really cool. But uh, we didn't end. We didn't end up doing that. We some of the people we played with in that game didn't end up joining us for the next one. No, and I have some issues with the dice in that game personally. Yeah, yeah. Josh generally. Uh, and it's a me. Really... It's a me thing. Uh, and, he personally and, doesn't like using that system. But now that I'm probably more advanced, I wouldn't mind revisiting it and giving it another go. Uh, it, it uses narrative dice, and then it's just like. I just didn't like how like you could, they could cancel each other out and to the point where like nothing happens and it's just like you're supposed to kind of fill it in with story and at the time a lot of my players were were newer to playing tabletop RPGs and yeah and I'm trying to run the game so it's hard for me to try to fill it all not that I'm putting the blame on anybody obviously it's just it's just I think it's something that's it's good for if you've played you need to play like a little bit more before you'd probably hop into something like that and, and you have players that are used to role playing more. Uh, which I I have now, I have yeah. players that are are great now. Yeah, I mean we've been, we've been I've been going at this for like yeah like I said almost two years now. Like it was 2017. I remember when we did that that first stuff. That and then we went we like I said we ended up doing that and then we went to the from the mountaintop thing to the galaxy of galaxy and peril uh campaign campaign which lasted a few which months. Which I. Yeah, it lasted a while. I really had I I really enjoyed that one. It was like my first legit campaign that I'd been a part of, and I was really excited because it was Star Wars. And obviously, if you know me, you know I fucking love Star Wars, and I love my character in that. I was playing a Mandalorian bounty hunter, which you know, obviously, you'd be like, "Well, Bubba Fett ripoff or Django Fett ripoff," but you know what? I just love Mandalorians. I, I, I thought they were badass, man. Like I just. My character was cool. I, I like customized. I had like this whole backstory for him, and like, just it, it was cool, man. I had the ship and the crew, and it, it was it was cool, man. It was set during the Clone Wars time, which was an interesting period. Um, and yeah, man, I just I had a, I had a great time with that game. It was it's you know it's a shame that it didn't last too too long, but you know for the while that we did have, I thought it was very 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 enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first experience with it is obviously you hear about it growing up, and you see like there was an old cartoon show, and there's some really bad movies that are D and D based. Mm. And then uh, the first thing I saw really was role play, which is a Twitch uh, stream hosted by It Me JP. Still going. There's still role play. They're doing quarter swords and they're they're messing with other things and I've that was my first experience like seeing it played and then in World of Warcraft I had a a friend that is a DM and then uh, we always joked well, well we should we should play a game we should play a game we should play a game he usually played Pathfinder and then and then Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition came along right so in 2014 D and D five E came out and. And I honestly think, and pro- I think just about everybody will agree with me, so it's like, like, yeah. 5e is probably why D- Dungeons & Dragons right now, and tabletops in general, are having such a popularity boost, just because 5e is so easy to get into. 
It's, yeah, like it's, in the past, I don't know, like so a couple years, several years, D and D has had like a huge resurgence. For sure, and not just D and D. I mean, it started with D and D. D and D started it, but there's other games just, that have come just, out that's yeah. just like. Just tabletop RPGs in general have had a huge comeback and resurgence. And Five E, I think, is what led that charge. You know, like it led to. Yeah. And there's so many great systems, and I I try to learn so many, but so originally. Sorry, yeah. Go another ahead. thing, uh, no, just one thing before you continue. Another thing I want to throw in there is I forgot to mention that I also before I started playing, I watched like other D and D games, like Josh mentioned, role play. I saw their balance of balance in power, balance of power campaign where they had like the two teams each other, and they like came together or whatever. And I saw that, and there was another one on, uh, oh, fucking uh, hyper RPG called. Um, Pencils and Parsecs that I really enjoyed. It was another Star Wars game, and there's 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 a few that I've seen here and there that have been that have been a lot of fun. The people were cool, and it was just it's a good time, man. It's 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 pretty great, you know. I'm sure Josh will talk about watching other uh, people play yeah. D&D as well in the future. So, but anyway, I'll let him carry on with the story. So. But yeah, like that's the first time I saw it, and the first episode I saw was one of the characters died in that episode. And I thought, damn. damn, that's fucking. Uh, now that I think back on it, it's like, you know how rare that is to, to watch something? And like the first time somebody. you watch it, somebody dies. Uh, and that kind of. And I, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. And then later on, I, I checked it out again. And I think JP had put all the episodes up on YouTube. He still does. And I, I rewatched the entire original series. I got hooked on it. Which is funny because for me, role play was the first experience. But for most people I talk to, it's Critical Role that's like the big thing that that everybody yeah. sees now because it's voice actors. They're playing D and D and they're amazing at it. I love Critical Role. Don't get me wrong, but my first experience was with the role play, and they were all great too. And Jeff Robinson is one of those Twitch streamers I love to still watch. He's XCOM, XCOM bro. So XCOM. <laughs> so, and he still plays XCOM all the time, and I'll, I'll stop it and watch his streams. But yeah, that was my first experience, like, actually seeing it played, and I was always like, man, it's so much math is involved. It's really not. I'm so stupid, like, for ever thinking <laughs> that. Um, and then even, like, nowadays, we, we, when we play on, like, Roll20, so, like... It does all the math for you. Have, yeah, you don't even have to do the math. And there's other things out there, like Fantasy Grounds, and there's some other things that I haven't really got to try, and... Mostly it's real twenty for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I played in other things that weren't just Dungeons and Dragons, obviously, where I was just a player. Uh, I was scared to do, start take up DMing for the longest time, and then it gets to the point where like you just want to play so bad, and you can't find a DM to that wants that has time or wants to. So I'm just like fuck it, I'll learn to do it, and we'll just get a bunch of players. And I think that's how almost all DMs get started. It's like they just <laughs> want to play so bad, and they're just like fuck it, I'll run it. Um, which is cool because as a DM you can play like literally every other character that's not the the party. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, that's pretty pretty neat, man. If you're a DM and you and you and you wanted to play a specific character as a player, make them an NPC, man. Don't don't make them like don't make them like necessarily a part of the party, but make them a part of the world at least, and that then the party can interact with them. And yeah, man. It's also a good way to get to try out different classes because you just make an NPC that's kind of similar to that class, man. It's cool. So, uh, it's always you can always experiment for sure. But the first thing I actually played wasn't D and D; it was Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'd found a random group on Roll20, which they have a looking for group system, and there's people always looking for games on there, so go check it out if you ever want to. It's a little intimidating if you're not used to just talking with strangers, but uh, you kind of get to know people, and like, yeah, it gets it gets fun. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, I played a few games of Pathfinder. The problem is the group was inconsistent. Uh, I think they, mm. the DM always worked and was overseas, so he's like calling us from the hotel, and it's like super bad. Oh dang! Yeah. Super bad, uh, like broadband and stuff, and it's just like yeah. No. And then my friend Chris, who's my DM, who's my friend from World of Warcraft. Uh, who I will call KT from here on out because that's what I'm used to calling <laughs> him is KT. That's how you know him, yeah. 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 Um, he got a game together and we played with his his brother and two of our friends who are, who are stoners. <laughs> They're just the best people to play D&D with. <laughs> I love them to death. Sorry, I'm still getting over being sick, guys. So I will occasionally pause and hack my guts up. Um... <laughs> Uh, and we just played, man, and it was so much fun, but it, it all eventually kind of falls apart. Schedules are wonky. Trying to get a schedule going is so, so it's, hard. It's the toughest thing, yeah, which, by the way, we like we still have to figure out, I think, a day for our next session for our current game, Frozen Decimation, which you can watch every other Sunday here on this uh, Twitch channel, Josh902. Yeah, check it out. Uh, we love D&D. Uh... But yeah, that was my first experiences as a player. And my first time as a DM also was not D&D. It was Star Wars Fantasy Flight with with hey. with KT and his brother and uh, and Jimmy again and another and another friend, I think. It's hard to remember. This was years ago, guys. Um and I have the worst memory anyway. <laughs> and, and that was fun, but I was still new to it and and uh, it's hard to stay kind of motivated sometimes with it. In that, for me, because especially when something's new, it's hard to... Because you don't have a full grasp on everything. And you're not a super great storyteller yet. And you may never be, really. But, um, but and then that game ended up falling apart. And then I've done some D&D, like... I did one shots, which is kind of what I recommend is everybody try to do just like a one shot here and there. If you're yeah, one shots are always fun. Yeah, do do some one shots as a player, and like really the only thing you need, by the way, for this, is how a little segue, little little off not not off topic, but a little separate part of topic. Um, is like all you really need to play D and D guys is dice. You need your dice and you need your head. That's all you need. Uh, really. Uh, the player handbook. There's free rules out there. You can get them. Player's handbook. It's not super expensive. And that's all you really need. You don't even need that, really. Come up with your own rules. People do it all the time. But all you need, all you need are these guys. All you need are your dice. These right here. Whoops. I rolled, oh, <laughs> I rolled a, roll? I rolled a nine. 20? I rolled a nine. Because that, that oh, was nine. my d20. I didn't drop my d20. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh... That's all you need, guys. And there's starter sets out there, too. They come with dice and a little starter adventure if you're... And the biggest thing I, I want to tell people is, like, don't be afraid to DM because there's so many... There's so many um, helpful tools out there to help you do it. There's Roll20. Uh, there's YouTube. Go watch Matt Colville's Beginner Guide, like, his all his uh, gameplay tips, videos, playlists. Oh, my God. The man... 
has like over 90 videos at this point. And, and like, you don't have to watch them all in order. They all talk about different things, but oh, they're so good. They're so good. I still learn things every time Coville puts out a a nice learning video, and that's why he makes them. They want he wants more people to step into the shoes of a DM and then and, and play it. So, um. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but yeah, the first speaking of uh, yeah, go speaking, ahead. Oh, sorry. Speaking of one shots, there's I've only really played the Fantasy Flights, uh, Star Wars, and like D and D five E. So I think it would be interesting, like for me personally, to like try out other systems as well. Like I know, uh, we might talk about this later, but I know Josh has mentioned doing like City of Mist and like a couple other things like that in the future. So it'd be cool to try out different systems because really, I only have ever tried out D and D and. Or 5e and then uh, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars stuff. So it'd be cool to expand to other things. It's actually really funny that you mentioned that because that's where I was going next was... Oh. Um, just I yeah. try to learn so many different systems because... Because listen to me, guys. D&D 5e, you can hack it apart. You can, you can cut it up into pieces and take and remove what you don't like and put it together into a whole new thing. I've taken things like Fate Die. Fate Die aren't really in Roll20 or in D&D 5e, rather. But I, I occasionally take them uh, and, and use them. Not even all the time. Why? Because it's fun. Sometimes it's fun to leave things up to fate. Um, Destiny. Destiny points, yeah. Like from Star Wars Fantasy Flight. I haven't used them too much in 5e, but they could be fun in other systems. But yeah, don't be afraid to dip your toes in other systems. Even if you don't... Like, it's almost impossible. Like, you cannot hold the entire Dungeon Master's Guide of every tabletop game in your head there's, there's so many yeah. it's impossible to 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 remember all the rules and don't be afraid to get rules wrong because it's gonna happen the biggest like thing said, is you like you look it up you after can, the like, game like mix and match stuff yeah know? make up your own games your own stories man do that shit use parts of this like, parts of that and throw it in there and there you go you got something like speaking of star wars there's a star wars 5e that people yeah have done, a total conversion looks- which looks really cool, and I'd like to try that someday. They have a subreddit. Awesome. It's cool. Like, I'm, we're probably going to run a game of it at some point, and it'll probably be here on this channel. You'll probably see it if you come by Heck here, yeah. man, at some point. At the moment, we're just doing 5e. And which, by the way, our game made it a year old. You know how hard that is? That's the hardest part of, of any tabletop game, is keeping the year. group together. Keeping a group together that long is so hard. The hardest part of the game isn't playing the game. It isn't knowing all the rules. It's getting everybody together and playing. And a big part of that is just communication with your players and and just making sure you got a good table that talks things out with each other if any issues come up during the game. We've had issues come up before and had to talk to people, but it's just part of it, part of the thing. Like, most people are always understanding and, and, you know, everybody just wants to play and have a good time. Uh, but yeah, if anybody has any chats, but uh, any chats, any t- any questions rather, in the chat, feel free to drop it in the chat and we'll answer them. But we're gonna ramble on probably a little bit. A little bit here, yeah. Um, but for me personally, why I just love D and D or any tabletop, really, it depends on the tabletop because some of them are different. Is I just love being able to tell a story, and. And being the DM, I make the story. The players make the story too. But I also get to come up with like certain plot points that'll happen and the players will see it. And they can either watch it or walk right on by. And it's totally up to them, man. 
and it's just it's one of my favorite parts and i i it's so satisfying creatively um loki says he lacks imagination for these types of games i disagree with you loki i just think you need to work out that muscle in your head that more for imagination look at any book read any movie steal from things you love steal from things you love D&D's or these these type of games in general are are the are great because you can literally do or be whatever you want. It's it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I I mentioned City of Mist earlier, and uh, one I think one night like oh my god like months ago maybe a year ago or, or however long ago it was, Josh and I are like just found out about the game, and we were messing around with the character creator thing, and I just like made up a character on the spot like that I thought was interesting, which essentially was like Swamp Thing mixed with like Indiana Jones and like Bruce Wayne, like combined into like one guy. And I thought that was fucking cool, man. You could like literally mix, match, combine things from other things that you already like and try to make them uh, fit together in a way that you think would be pretty awesome. And that's, that's one of the things I love about fucking these types of games is that you can do, Whatever, man, it is it is the, the the possibilities are literally limitless. Cause yeah. So for those wondering about City of Mist, City of Mist is a role playing game where it's like a noir dealing with like modern day legends that inhabit kind of people. I haven't got to play it yet. We want to play it at some point. Uh, but it's really really cool. So like, for example, I made a character that's partly undercover detective and partly he's inhabited by the spirit of fucking blackbeard and it's it's <laughs> yeah. awesome I, this is like it's like shit like that it's pretty dope and like you have to find a good balance between how far is too far for your for your legend and where, and where they take over which i think it's called logos i think it's called logos and then the and he's logos pathos and something else yeah yeah like there's some 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 stuff i haven't read the book in a while guys because we've been We've been kind of rolling with D&D, so. Yeah, man. it's uh, It's been fun. Although Phenom has a question for you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So D&D Beyond is... <clears throat> so this just makes things even easier, right? D&D Beyond. You track, you can buy all your stuff online and put it on an app on your phone. D&D Beyond. Check it out, man. They use it all the time on Critical Role. It's the official digital tool set and game companion for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. D&D Beyond offers a compendium with all the game rules, lores, and adventure, as well as digital tools like Character Builder, Digital Character Sheet, and an interactive overlay Twitch extension, which is pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope stuff from them over there. I haven't got to use it myself too much. I keep track of everything I like with Roll20, but it's really great if you're playing... In real life, and, and like need all your stuff handy, and you put it right there on like a tablet. So, check it out, man. It's great. It's great, 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 great. I'm gonna mess with it check at some point. It come out. Another uh, thing I like to mention is uh, Josh for our for our D and D game uh, hooked us all up with a key to this really awesome upcoming app called Reroll. Uh, it's, it's pretty much like pixel art of your character 
and I, I think you can add like stats in there and stuff too as well, right? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much like a visual character sheet. Yeah, they hit so, they hit all their strength goals, and I believe they're going to be adding character sheets and all that stuff in there. Yeah, they they uh, check them out because this is a really really cool app. Uh, I'll post a link in the chat if you guys are interested in this. the The campaign is over. It was a Kickstarter project. Uh, they reached all their goals. I think you can still make yeah you can make a late pledge if you want to still support it. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool, man. It, it's a really 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 cool looking app. Uh, which I think will work on PC as well because that was one of the stretch goals. Yeah. And here's and another really, thing. It's just it. the resurgence of Kickstarter. I mean, D&D has led to so many great projects on Kickstarter that are tabletop related. Like, like Reroll. Like, what, like, um... Sure, Loki. Uh, sorry, my brain's frying. Like Strongholds and Followers, which is Matt Colville's, like, book about making strongholds and like it helps start his company and like part of it and that's why they're doing their stream over on mcdm go follow them i love their stream so much it's so entertaining uh and uh and that's why they're doing a stream now all that got funded on their kickstarter and there's some great ones out there and i try to find one to shout out every once in a while because i love to but, I mean, I just love to support tabletops and RPGs so much. It means... And here's another thing of why I started running in DMN games is I want as many people in the world as they possibly can to fucking play D&D. Like, it's fun. I want... I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you love. I don't care who you believe in. Come play D&D with me because it's fucking fun. And I want you to. D&D is a blast. Yeah. I, ever since ever since I started playing it, I just I I always want to be involved in at least a game. Like I just haven't since the since uh, I started playing for the very first time like two years ago, I have not been without a game. So I just I always want to be involved in something. I always try to push for a weekly game, but man, it just it, it can't it does does can't happen. I know people are busy and whatnot, but like it's it's either way. It's fun to just be involved in a game if you can, because it's, it's a blast always. You never know what's gonna happen. That's another thing. You never know what's gonna happen each time you play. It's some really cool shit. Some really crazy shit can go down, and it's it's just overall a, a really really fun experience and time a good time with with awesome people if you have a good group. Yeah. So definitely, uh, ten out of ten recommend joining a D and D game. That's another thing I want to hit on is finding a good group. If you have tried D&D in the past and just it fell apart, look at the group you were playing with and see if they were the cause because for sure. Cuz they're like I'll just be honest with you, there are horrible people out there. <laughs> like and they play D&D too. <laughs> and they're just assholes and jerks, but but the vast I feel I feel like the vast majority of people are people like you or me and nerdy as fuck and just love to play. So if yeah, you've given it a chance uh... in the past and it didn't work out, give it another go. Really do. I want you to. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've been really fortunate enough to have good groups each time I've played a game. So I've been really lucky in that regard to have like pretty good groups every time that I've tried a game out. So pretty, pretty awesome. That's that's just really awesome that I that I have, you know, the ability to say that that every time I've played a game I've had a pretty solid, awesome group to play with. So um, really, really cool. Yeah, but like the first the reason the reason I started this game that's lasted over a year was I just want people to play D D. 
I really want, I wanted to get a bunch of new people that never played it before, and I got quite a few, and some of them have kind of come and left, and like, that's like, come in and play and learn the game, maybe you'll like it, maybe you, maybe you won't, but at least you gave it the old try, if you did, and like, I've got the party now that I, I they're great, they are, they're getting, like, like, even a year later, they're still learning, and, and, and and are interested in the game and having a good time. And the number one question I ask myself after every game is, did everyone have fun? I think they did. That's the most important thing. Did you have fun playing? If you did, play it again and keep playing, man. It's great. I'm trying to, Josh. I'm trying to get the game every week, all right? <laughs> Maybe eventually. But yeah, and the reason that's one of the reasons I like to stream it, too, is I, I want people to see what it is right i want people to see this is D D. this is how it's supposed to be this it's fun, man. you your friends food drink snack and rolling rolling dice and telling stories and it's a hell of a good time so go if you've given it a chance in the past and it, it hasn't really worked out for you i want you to, to try it one give more it time try. yeah give it another go Try to join in in one of Josh's games because I know he's he wants to do some uh, one shots and stuff too. Yeah, that will happen. Check out our discords, man. The links are here. I think I did have it. I'll I'll, I'll link it in the chat after I'm done because yeah, I'm sure it's down below is the info for it. Yeah, yeah. the opportunities for uh, for D and D are are around there. You just gotta. Give it a shot because you know it's you never know until you until you try it, right? <laughs> and if you've already tried it, again, Josh, Josh, like Josh said, make sure it, it, the the group wasn't the problem. And if it was, you know, you can always try another group because you know D and D is is literally a a great great thing. Yeah, and there's so many different ways to play too. Like there's and there's so many different types of players. Like, there's people that are super in the, the story stuff and not super in the combat. That's cool. Uh, make sure you're in the right group for it because not everybody's like that. Uh, then there's groups that are super mega in the combat, very light on role-playing. That's also great. Go for it. Play it however you want. That's the joy of it. That's the, just play it however you want. However you want, however you need. And give it a go. And try out some of these different systems. Uh... But it's just, it's very nice to, like, try on somebody else's shoes for a while. You know what I mean? Like, well, today I'm Josh. And Josh's life can be kind of boring sometimes. Well, now I'm Allie. I'm a warlock who lost his wife and has a fucked up voice and has a daughter and... Coughing fits. And coughing fits, yeah, and infected with its horrible <laughs> disease. And I'm... And it's cool. It's cool to step very, in to be that interesting and mysterious character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nobody like not like me. Super confident. Like just everything, everything. You know, it's good to 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 step. And I think that's something a lot of beginners don't. A lot of beginners to D and D tend to put themselves in the game because that's what they're comfortable with for that first time, right? Yeah. And that's fine, but but I think where D and D really starts to shine is when you. Expand your uh, Try to be something else that maybe you're not. Try and see... Yeah. Step into the shoes of a woman in, in medieval times and see how much you like it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like... Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's, a good, that's a good point because there's, there's a lot of... 
maybe uh, men who play female characters or females yeah, exactly. who play male characters. You know, it's 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 interesting perspective to see it the other way. You know? Play a play a character that has completely different views on gender and sexuality and in, in in their world. Shit! In one of my Star Wars games, I played a fucking Wookiee, and I was like, "How do I? Should I like?" roar like a wookie or should i just you know i don't know it was, it was weird at first but it, it's cool man just playing different uh just things that are not yourself yeah you know, it's, it's cool it's, it's cool to figure it out yeah try on the robes of that there wizard and have you a good time yeah or, or put on the wookie suit and and roar your heart out yeah go for it but yeah i mean i just want to touch on it a little bit um we haven't really gotten too many questions so yeah, not, not, not too many. And I, I'm not gonna, like, it's not gonna be a big discussion anyway without uh, more guests because, like, it's just me and Daniel here, and I've, I'm very bad at uh, <laughs> coming up with things to talk about uh, until, like, the show, when the show ends, I'll have, like, 50 ideas of what we should have talked about, and it'll be too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing, man. We'll always have the future to talk about this. Stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, Get yourself in a D&D game, guys, because it's it really is a, a, a great time. That's the ultimate discussion probably for this episode is just your primers. Like, go out there and find you a group and give it a go, man. It's just dice. Yeah. If you don't, and like, and like, everybody should try it at least once, I think. I was yeah. thinking about doing a group for my family with my dad and my nephews. Oh, damn. I thought that might be fun, although they're really super redneck and hick in the south so it might not be but <laughs> uh, uh but yeah you know you never know till you try it's fun telling stories exactly. it's in our nature know. to tell stories i think and then and like i said you can literally do whatever like i've talked to josh about wanting to do like uh another star wars game with like everybody's a stormtrooper and we're all like stormtroopers and you know in the empire and stuff or like one set in the terminator universe or another one maybe set in the alien universe or like so many literally I like I said, you can do whatever. If there's not a system out there that you wanna use, fucking come up with your own. Kit bash and combine and mix and match things to yeah to come up with something that you, you wanna try out, man. Cause that's the beauty about this tabletop RPG stuff, man, is that you can do whatever you want if you, you know put your mind to it because it's 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 that's why i love it man because you can do whatever yeah 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 and another thing is um uh excuse me sir do you have a menu i completely blanked uh oh players if you're a player and i and you have a dm and they work really hard for you make sure to thank them you know, give them, give them some love. Like, I have players that do that for me, and I can't tell you how motivated and happy that makes me for, for, uh, for D&D. But, yeah. Uh, just, you know, thank your, thank your DM and your players, and just have a good time, man. Yeah, they work real pretty, hard. Pretty great DM. I spent all this week making maps. Pretty much, for like, goes, hours. Uh... Yeah, he spends a lot of his time coming up with stuff for us, and it's pretty great. Like I mentioned earlier, he got us that reroll stuff, and he's been making maps, and he was working on like a family tree type flowchart thing that looked pretty rad, and yeah, it just 
is you know he's got like a calendar and stuff and he's you know he's he's done a lot of a lot of cool really really cool shit that i hadn't even thought about but like this guy has just come up with a bunch of really cool stuff for us man it's, it's i i personally enjoy it a lot like the like i said the flow chart thing is cool the map is really cool the uh the calendar is a really 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 interesting idea um just so much cool stuff man like i like i i remember before we had started this game i was like well because I, I had always been more comfortable um being a part of things that had already existed because it was easier for me that way like star wars oh easy i know what it's about i can like create my character according to whatever we're going to be doing right so at the beginning of frozen decimation i was like well, I don't know what to do because this is this is Josh's world. He created this thing, so I don't know what I can or can't do, or you know what like how how things work in his world and whatnot. So I I, I was like, well, shit, I don't know what. But eventually, you know, you just gotta you just gotta do whatever the hell you want, and then him being the DM and him it, being his world, he'll let you know what what you can or can't do or what's cool and whatnot and for the most part he lets you do whatever unless you're tyler and you try to make a flying uh bird thing that he's like oh fam we we ain't rolling with that extinct yeah he's the reason that eric croker dead in my world i let him do it in a one shot by the way and i was like yeah these are now extinct on my world they've never they they died out yeah so yeah so at the beginning i was like well damn i don't know what the hell but you know here we are a year later and i fucking love this shit man i look forward to it every time i want to try to get our game to be every week but i've been trying to get this game every week for the longest time damn it but again i know people are busy and you know uh, it, it might be a little tough sometimes but I, daniel I, honestly, uh, daniel's brought up some good points i want to hit on <laughs> while he was talking and that is uh First of all, I want to start with the calendar, because that was, like, the first thing you hit on that made me have a spark of, like, oh, I should tell them about this, right? So yeah. I do have a calendar in my world, and every long rest, a day passes. The ends, you should try this, because it adds an entire different dynamic when your characters' characters, when your players' characters start to fucking age. Like, it adds a whole new, like, oh, damn, we're getting yeah. older. <laughs> like it's like very a very interesting thing and i think not only are we getting older in real life we're getting older in the game too. yeah right and it's like I, I think coville mentioned it in this game and it's what gave me or in one of his videos and it's one that made me think i should do a calendar because why wouldn't there be a calendar it totally makes sense that there's a calendar and then everything that you can add as a dm that's world building makes the world more believable and helps you helps your players suspend that that disbelief you know, like suspend that belief rather into disbelief and having fun in that in that in that world. It makes it seem more real. For sure. And you said something else, and I had a whole line about it, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, I mentioned the calendar and uh, the flow chart that you made, and just the map. Uh, oh, there's I mean, so many great can... tools out there too. I I guess we can just talk about Frozen Decimation for a little bit because. Like you said, we've been we've been talking about it here and there since I'm, we started talking about. I'm thinking about like I kind of want to do like um, what is it, uh, like game diaries, right? Like where I'm just like, here's what happened this week, and we tell it like a story, kind of oh, deal. Oh, dude, that that would be cool, man. I think yeah. that'd be fun. Uh, that would yeah. be cool. 
but yeah, what would you, what would you like to bring up specifically about our game? Do you have anything in mind? No, I mean, just like just talking about it in general, like what we have been, like you know. I, I remember what I was gonna say now. Um, so Daniel was talking about how he liked playing in Star Wars because he knows Star Wars, right? Because yeah, I was just familiar with it, like with the world and everything. Because obviously, I know like almost everything about Star Wars, so. That's why I was familiar with making my character and, you know, f- which era we were in, what we were playing in and whatnot. So, yeah, that's that's what I meant. So what if I told you as a DM that had the opposite effect on me, where I felt like I was in a box and had a hard time building things around it because it's Star Wars? I, I, I can understand that for sure, yeah. Because there's already so much that you have to – because there's a lot of rules that you have to abide by, right? Like, if like for, the, for example, the Clone Wars, you have the Republic – you have the CIS, they're in a war, you have a certain amount of characters that you that are kind of untouchable because you know they go on to do things later and some certain people have a strict like they you know when certain characters die and whatnot and like I, I get all that stuff. So yeah, I, I it's understandable, I get it. And and adding on to the you didn't know where to start in five E because it's just open ended and it's my world. But it's yeah. it's not necessarily my world, right? It's our world, right? So what I like to do is I'll give players a part of the world and let them build it. And that's where they come yeah. from. That's that's kind of what I did, too. That's why I said, like, at first I was like, well, I don't know what the hell to do here. But then I was like, you know what? You kind of gave us a little bit of creative freedom with certain things. So I just I went with it, man. Like, my character is not even from, like, if you look at the the, the map of the world here, which if you want to bring up, if you want to bring it up on on stream i don't know if i have a screen big enough for it <laughs> let me see uh well i have it open here it's it's the map of alaric which is josh's world here and my character isn't even from like from the the known i got, i'm just gonna refer to the map as the known world right I, I made my character like off into the west beyond the unknown lands like off into another region of the world this is like a certain area of it so my being my character from like not from here, and uh, yeah, let's see if just, I can get a picture up on. I'll, I'll put it in the chat if you guys are interested. So yeah, like that's that's Josh's world. It's it's a completely frozen over you know wasteland of frozen. There you go. Ice. It's in between there us. It it's it's gigantic. That by works. The way. That's fine. <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's the map right there, and uh, so. If you guys see the unknown lands, I made my character be like from the west of that, and as you can see, obviously there's nothing but water off of that. So I, I what I imagine is like there's another like continent type thing like this off further to the west that where my character is from. And yeah, there are I, others you know, out there, man. And I made my like backstory off of that. I named like the place and the city and the whatnot and. There was some backstory that I got a chance to talk about uh, during a certain, uh, I would say, flashback type dream sequence that we had on, a yeah. couple, on an episode a couple episodes ago that I mentioned for my backstory. And that was cool. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, getting to like talk about certain things from your character that pop up in the game is really cool. Like just having things that you write about in your backstory and then having like your DM, like Josh, just bring it up is, is really fucking cool because there wasn't. The, a couple episodes ago, I had certain characters that I had created, like as, as a part of the backstory. 
uh, it was a group of, of of people that I created, and Josh put used it in the game and the backstory, and put it into the game and the in the session. And, and they all had really, badass really pictures, by the way. The the tokens were pretty fucking dope. I I, have it, to, I spent hours looking for cool art to turn in those tokens. Yes, yeah, so stuff like that is is fucking awesome when when it happens in the game. You're like, oh shit, this is like it. it it's just it's just cool seeing things that you created come you know make its way into the into the world and the story and all that stuff so that's another one of my favorite things and just um oh i have something yeah man um <clears throat> so before we start every game this is something that we've we're used to it now but when we started it it's kind of unusual which is oh yeah i have a big table um called let me get it right here Uh, where's that? I have it somewhere. So uh, they're called warm-up questions. And I got these off Reddit over on uh, Reddit Behind the Tables, which you should check out, by the way. They have, there's so many great resources on Reddit for D&D guys and tabletops in general. They have, they have help sections. They have DM help sections. Go check them out. You can go in there and ask questions. People are so nice and so fucking helpful. I cannot, I cannot praise them enough. So over on DM Academy, somebody had posted like, you know, I, I do warm-up questions. Uh, a, a system that he used to set the mood uh, for the session, as well as kind of like help build the character and their backstory stuff. And they left a big uh, bunch of examples over there, and then somebody made a list. So before every game, I have the characters in Roll20 roll a D100. And what comes up is that we ask one of the questions, and like there's... And it kind of helps set the mood a little bit. It kind of lets the characters kind of dip, or the players dip into their character's backstory a little bit and kind of help them get used to, ease into role-playing. So check out those uh, D100 warm-up questions. I'm not going to post them in the chat because I want to keep them secret from my players because I think that's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's always funny when we, like, roll, and then it's like, oh, we've answered that one already. Roll again. <laughs> roll again. Some of them are hard, man, and some of them are just silly. They really are, man. It's, it, it's interesting because some, some of them, like, well, I don't know. And then the other ones, I'm like, oh, I know my answer right away. So that's why when, whenever I like know my answer right away, I'm just like, oh, I'll just go first. Like, I, like one of the questions is, describe your perfect afternoon. And then I'd be like, Daniel, what is Jedrick's perfect afternoon? And Daniel would answer as Jedrick what his perfect afternoon was. Like, Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll answer it like in character. Everybody will have a turn to, to answer it in character if they choose or whatever. And then, yeah, that's how we, that's how we go about it. It's something little that I really like doing, and I'm glad I added it in there. Yeah, it's, I get that it's, it's really probably not for everybody, but I really enjoy it, and I think the players enjoy it. It's a way to, that they can get some backstory out, even if they don't necessarily have something in that session for their backstory. So, Yeah. But, yeah, and yeah, the biggest thing is just having fun and having a good time. For sure. Uh, I don't really have much of anything else that I can think of at the moment. So if we don't have any questions, I think that might be the show. Or if Daniel that has might, anything he wants to add. That go might for it. be it. But um, no, yeah, just, you know, D&D uh, &D is a lot of fun. And it's going to be talked about a lot more than this. We're going to have guests on talking about it. Our... I'll probably have KT on at some point. We'll probably have Tyler on at some point. We'll probably have Jake on at some point to talk D and D. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out guests and stuff in the future. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we're gonna Clockwork Canteen is gonna be going a long time, and we don't want to give it all away on one little go. But 
for sure. But we can give you guys what next week's uh, main topic is going to be, which I'm sure if you are looking at when next week's show is going to fall upon, you know what it's going to be our main topic, which originally was going to be something else. But then we're like, oh, wait. E3 2019 is happening. Hey, boy. We forgot. So, guess what, everybody? That's going to be our topic next week. We're going to be discussing E3. What we want to see and what we probably will see. And what we have seen because by the time the podcast comes out, these people have been going on already. You know what I want to do? I want to think of just the most outrageous thing that could show up and just throw that out. What if this shows up? I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to think of something like that. I'll I'll be looking forward to it. I'll be I'll be pretty excited to see what uh, what happens because um, yeah. there hasn't really been anything this year gaming wise that I've like like really really wanted. You know what I mean? Like Half Life Three? No. Yeah, Half Half Life Three confirmed, right? I feel like you could say that every. It's a cop out answer though. <laughs> That's like on everybody's. Uh, what's that chart they come up with? And they're like, oh, this is gonna be on here. Just like Kotor Three is on there every year and. Bunch of other stuff, man. I ain't gonna knock it because I watched E3 coverage for the longest time, and DJ Weed every year said Beyond Good and Evil 2 until it, it finally happened. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what we'll be talking about. And yeah, that, that'll be next week's uh, topic is E3 2019. Remember, if you guys have questions or you know. Comments, like feedback to talk know. about yeah yeah anything you guys like to talk about regarding the podcast feel free to join uh my discord server uh and there's a specific channel in there for the clockwork cantina podcast where you can let us know your thoughts on what's going on and what's happening um so yeah and as always, this episode will be up on YouTube probably tomorrow, I would imagine, or sometime later. Yeah. Anyway, just keep an eye out for that. The videos on this one should be smaller, so it shouldn't take as long, but this will probably be tomorrow. Yeah, and as always, they're split up into two parts, and they'll be uploaded and put up ASAP. Yeah, um, if you're watching right now on YouTube, then we made it. We're here. You're watching us. And yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. It was, uh, you know, uh, just we wanted we wanted to feel like talking D and D this week, and yeah. I, I'm I'm obviously newer to it than Josh is, but I still really really enjoy it very much. I'm and, still kind of a baby in it sometimes, like, and I really have fun with it, man. Like I've there has not been a game that I've played that I have not enjoyed. Um, and I'm looking forward to future games we have. As much as I enjoy the one with Frozen Decimation, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited. For for other games too, because the possibilities are endless, and we have a lot of things in mind that we want to do. Yeah, boy. Uh, which you know we'll get to eventually. Because guess what? This this podcast was something we had in our minds forever, and then it's here, here. we are yeah. making it making it happen every week. Three episodes. Let's we're three, epi- we're we're three episodes in, man. Here to the thousands is what we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> for as long we're gonna go for as long as we can go for. I think. Yeah, right? boy. All right. Why not, man? But yeah, that's uh, our topic, guys. That's our show for the t- for today for this week. Let's get uh, Daniel. If you can do your shout outs, I'm gonna flop over to your cam. Yeah, uh, I actually am gonna be doing a a a bonus stream today. Uh, shortly, sometime after this, I will be doing a Jackbox Party Pack Five stream on my channel, uh, Twitch.tv/dt3. It's a little little link down there below, and you know. 
So check it out. It's down there. Uh, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you know, check it out. And maybe you can join in next time because we'll be doing that today, uh, which is June 1st, Saturday. Um, so, yeah, we're doing that. And then on Monday, I'm going to be wrapping up, hopefully, hopefully wrapping up the main story of uh, The Witcher 3. Uh, because we just finished up uh, the Hearts of Stone DLC uh, yesterday. And uh, yeah, hopefully Monday we'll be finishing up uh, the main story for The Witcher 3. And yeah, man, lots of lots of stuff to look forward to. Uh, very, very exciting. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys next week for the next episode, which again, E3 2019. Hell yeah. All right. Hey guys, I just want to continue to thank everybody for their support and coming out to this stream and, and helping Daniel and I make it better. I'm going to continue to try to improve it and make it better as well uh, for you guys. So I hope you all had a good time here and I hope we hope we convinced a few of you to try D&D and maybe try some DMing. I know we didn't spend a long time on the topic, but we're going to talk about it a lot. So <laughs> trust me, we're a big, big fat nerd. So, um... As for me, I don't really have much coming up. I'm going to try to stream this upcoming week, maybe some Total War. I want to do a co-op campaign with Phenom at some point, but I don't know how much he's gotten to play yet, and we're going to do some co-op, I think. Um, and if he's cool with us streaming that. Um, uh, Shout-outs. Shout-outs. Uh, I mentioned several people during the stream that I just want to shout-out. Go check out ItMeJP. He does his role-play stuff. Um, which is good, 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 not just D&D, but also, um, Stars Without Numbers and, 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 and Jesse Cox's show that he does over there. So check that out. Matthew Coville, go check out his YouTube. At, uh, I think it's just Matthew Coville and check out their D&D stream, which is twitch.tv slash MCDM. Uh, it's very great. Uh, they play on Wednesdays and it's so much fun to watch. And then last shout out to Critical Role. Go check them out. Twitch.tv slash Critical Role. They play every Thursday and they, I mean, they're all voice actors and they play amazing D&D. But for the love of God, do not treat your DM like he's Matthew Mercer or he's going to have a bad time. Because nobody can be that damn good. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, until next time, guys. This is Daniel and I saying goodbye. See you next week, guys.